And you thought Marvel was done this year. Uh-uh, Poppy, they got one more. They got one more, and they got that Peter Parker to supply it. He's going on a field trip to Europe in Spider-Man Far From Home. We saw it. We may have a guest that also saw it, too. We're going to talk about it. The three of us on a very going cross the ocean edition of the review. Review! Witches! <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome, everyone, to the Review Review, a show where two small-town dudes and today one small-town guest give your big, dumb opinions. I am, of course, short of the Max Extreme. I am the Night Monkey. And we are joined by... <laughs> that struck me very late. <laughs> El Generico himself. He's here! Gentlemen, thanks for having me. You're very, we're, bringing, we're bringing our welcome. fans on now. That's right. We've lost hope <laughs> in the show. We're bringing. We're desperate. Yeah, no. he is our one of our largest fans. Yeah, I'd like to think so. Yes, I just threw that out there, hoping that you wouldn't say no. <laughs> Wait a minute, who are you guys again? No. Why am I here? <laughs> I, listen, I listen very subtly. <laughs> yeah. I was told there'd be pie and punch. <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> There's the exit. Play, play in the background on mowing the lawn. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you also... Well, we more or less forced you to see Spider-Man yeah. Far From Home. I did see it. If you wanted to enter this premises. Yep. Yep. I, I, I did go see it. I sent you a picture of your wife with uh, tape over her mouth. And I said, did you see it yet? And I did. I did. That's right. And I had trouble happy ending. We returned the wife and everything. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I had trouble finding her though. Well, well, just jury's still out. We'll see how the show we goes. We also we'll, lost uh, her. <laughs> we'll see how the show goes, and then maybe you'll see her later. <laughs> Fair enough. Hope she answers the phone when I call when I need a ride home. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so before we get into Spider-Man: Far From Home, which is on the docket tonight, boys, yes, obviously, boys, the biggest release this week yeah. <laughs> in cinema yeah we're gonna get into some news of That's the right. week what happened around spider-man far from home yeah it's not just the one thing that happened yeah what's in the peripherals so many things happened well why don't we just stay on track with disney because <laughs> disney's always in the news but yeah. it's releasing its first rated r film what in six years what was the first rated R movie? Well, the last one. The last one. Is The Fifth Estate, and that was in 2013. It was a Benedict Cumberbatch, and it was through Touchstone Pictures, which Disney owns. Oh. And this is also kind of a technicality. <sighs> it's more of a clickbait article to get people really engrossed. I want to see, like, a Disney Dark or some <laughs> shit like Disney that. Disney After Dark? Yeah. Uh... The new one, I want you to almost guess, because you're going to crap when you hear what the movie actually is. Guess. God damn it. Um, it's probably some remake of something. Eric, do you want to guess? I saw the note, so I don't want to give it away. <laughs> the movie is Stuber. <laughs> it's technically through the newly acquired Fox that uh, is, it's still, it's got... Produced by Fox and now acquired by Disney, and it's coming out through the Fox banner still. Yeah. But it's still under the Disney wing. Stuber 
is the first rated R movie coming out through Disney. Jesus. Technically. Christ. <laughs> in the last six years. And there's also more on the dock that have also been in production uh, from Fox 2 that are also be coming out. I didn't even know Stuber was rated R. I didn't either. It doesn't even look R. It doesn't even look good. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it should be straight to video here in about six weeks. Oh, <laughs> it, look out. It looks... Better hope, better hope Big Dave I, didn't hear that. Yeah. yeah. He's going to throw you in the pit of danger. Yeah. Uh, he walks alone. <laughs> I love Kumail. Oh, yeah. I really like Batista. We yeah. said before, best, probably act, best. best wrestler to actor there yeah. is. When we pull up Secret Garden, you want to list him off again? <laughs> <laughs> this just doesn't look good to me. I don't know. Maybe they're off their game. Don't know. Don't. No. Yeah. So anyway, got you with that little clickbait right there up the go. top. There you go. There's proof to everyone clickbait works. That's right. <laughs> we love to put clickbait in audio form. That's right. Even the title of this episode what will be it? Spider-Man Nude. <laughs> 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 so look out Mysterio, for that. Mysterio, not who you think he is. <laughs> uh, JT, Eric, they are going to be trailers of plenty coming out very soon because guess what's are you the kidding corner? me sdcc <laughs> is gonna be yeah. right around the corner here i think it's actually coming up this weekend yeah disney even has a thing involved hall, in it as well hall h oh my god the coveted <laughs> hall h hall h but uh around that time that's why i think trailers are fairly scarce this week i don't want to jump ahead got but a, i got a couple all right, take it easy. We're not there yet. Pump go. the fucking brakes. Let's go the fuck it. <laughs> but uh, we can look forward to some of these coming out near SDCC. We got some movies. Drop it on us. Terminator Dark Fate. Full okay. trailer, probably. I already had a small teaser. Uh, the Witcher with Henry Cavill. Oh, Cavill. <laughs> Cavill. The Jay and Silent Bob remake. As if we needed another one of those. Yeah. And possibly seeing there a little so bit... There so many unanswered questions from Strikes Back, though. I know. The, here's your answer. Like, where right is here. that fucking monkey? <laughs> and what happened to Shannon Elizabeth? Yeah. Uh, and Cockknocker. Uh, yeah. Tell me about Cockknocker. <laughs> and then we may also see little bits of The Black Widow, which is already currently in production, or may have already wrapped filming. I do not remember. Oh, my. But that'll be possibly a Hall H thing. Oh, I'm sure. And with the movies, there's also television. There's going to be some Walking Dead stuff for their last season and Fear of, or whatever the other one is. Yeah. <laughs> Fear of the Walking Dead. Are, there, are, oh, they, doing, right, are they doing it? a last season? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, I'm just writing down things that I see, and I, some of it may be wrong. So you decide, <laughs> listeners. There's going to be Star, to it's the truth. Star Trek stuff, such as Discovery, the Picard series that's now coming out. That Picard out. series looks actually pretty cool. I don't know much about it, but I kind of want to check it out. He's got like a fucking like, farm and a dog. Oh my god, just living the great life of a farm <laughs> and a dog. Uh, Westworld Season 3. Oh, uh, Orville season three. Yes. Some Arrowverse or Flareoverse stuff for the remainder of the season. Okay. <laughs> so you were less excited about that, and oh. possibly Rick and Morty. Oh, I uh, heard that's coming out soon as well. Yeah, I think November. Ooh. So set your watches <laughs> to, for the exact so sign second. Up for ten seasons. So <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, no shit. Uh, 
So there is that. So you're looking forward to any of those? Any of that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. For me, it would be the Star Trek ones. Yeah? I grew up on Star Trek. I watched the original series growing up and The Next Generation, and I've seen all the movies. So, so you're looking for that, that Picard series coming out, then? You can't go wrong with Jean-Luc Picard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you a uh, original series or a TNG fan? TN- TNG. Yeah? All right. I watched that growing up. Um... I tried to get back into it when, like, it jumped onto Netflix for a while there, and I couldn't do it. Like, I don't know. Maybe it just starts different very early than I remember it, like, midway through when I started watching it, just random episodes. One thing I've noticed since I started with uh, Netflix and Hulu is you'll start binge-watching a series, and you go to what you think is the next one, that episode's not there. You guys come (laughs) across that at all? Yeah, especially on Hulu. Yeah. They'll have, like... Certain seasons just not there. It's like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> like, they'll have, like, the first five or something of... And then it'll jump uh, to, like, season eight. And it'll not have, like, six or seven in there. For whatever reason. Yeah. Let's I don't know. throw a recap in there or something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Something. Anything. I don't know. Netflix, I haven't run across that too much. Sometimes they take, like, older seasons off. But I guess maybe they don't want to shill out for everything of it well you guys can rest your little heads because they have all nine seasons of family matters on hulu oh my god i'm watching the shit out of that how far are you into it right now uh i just finished the christmas episode of season two oh my god you must be high in the hog man steve urkel is some kind of wonderful you'll be talking about that later Probably not. Alright. <laughs> Still good though, right? I just watched an episode where Carl almost fell through ice while ice fishing with Eddie and, and Steve. Oh my god. Was it uh was it like a one of those episodes where it's not like comical, it's like they're in it's dire pretty comical up till the end and then Eddie's like, I almost lost you, Dad and then they like oh, yeah, that's... talk about how much they love each other and then they hug and then everyone claps and then they have the ending credits. And then they pie face Urkel back in the water. Yeah. <laughs> Steve <laughs> <And> then... <laughs> I just recently watched a clip through Facebook because somehow I think just you talking about it has materialized family matters into my Facebook feed. <laughs> I think family matters is just becoming a thing. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Because I might hop on board. I watched a clip. Where Steven first becomes Stefan. I can't wait to get to the Stefan stuff. That is madness, if yeah. you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what the crazy where thing it starts is? starts and where it goes. You know what the crazy thing is? Like, I've been looking through, like, uh, upcoming episodes, and I'm pretty sure Robo Urkel comes before Stefan. Get the fuck So he makes here. a robot version of himself before he creates a dreamy version of himself. Which is more out there? That he can change his DNA somehow, or he can build a robot version of himself. Where he's a high school nerd next door to a middle class black family in Chicago. He already already built an atomic bomb. Granted, that was in Laura's dream, but still, it happened. (laughs) That happened with an asterisk. It did. And and then they also have like a weird thing where Carl and his mother and uh, his wife start singing a song in musical form and dance. In the same episode. It is a weird one. Is that, I like, think... it happened in real life? No, that, like, it happened in the, dream, in the dream. Okay. Where okay. she's like, you guys gotta stop Steve, he's got a bomb. And then they're, like, singing the song, they're, like, do, like, a dance number. And it's like, what the fuck is happening? Were they rushing out of that much content at that season two? That yeah, they need yeah. to do a they're, musical they're episode? Like, oh, it's like episode ten of season two. <laughs> <laughs> but are these, like, 24 epi- like episode seasons? Yeah, it's like... Yeah, like those 
super long My seasons. God. Like all of them are like that. Like I think even like the last seasons like that. That's wild. The nineties were a wild time. Yeah. Tell you what. For television. Hey! But I'll keep you updated. Guys. That's that's your family matters update for the day. <laughs> Perfect. Uh Joel, did you see that HBO Max is the correct name for the new yeah. upcoming Warner streaming service. Put out a lot of info for it uh, this past week. Yeah. Did you, do you have more that I'm going to, do you have any info on it? I got a bunch of info on it. Well, why don't you chime in here? Cause I somehow couldn't find the same article that I read earlier in the week, but it's okay. coming out spring 2020. Oh yeah. Um, it's somehow not affecting the DC universe app. Okay. Even though some things are going to be on this HBO Max. And it has exclusive rights to Friends. So yes. take that, Netflix. Also has exclusive rights to Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which I'm even more excited for. Oh, yeah. Because Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is fucking awesome. <laughs> yes. I think I might like that more than Family Matters. I don't... Yeah, I think I enjoyed Family Matters more. I don't know. You know what? I don't know. Because now I'm thinking about it, and Fresh Prince is pretty great. Dude, Fresh Prince is badass. Hmm. Eric, you have a preference? Honestly, it'd be Family Matters for me. See? That's that wholesome Man. family values. That's true. That's true. But Uncle Phil! But Uncle Phil. Did you think about that, Eric? Carlton. I, I did, Carlton? you know. And the that Carlton dance. dance. That dance. <laughs> But Family Matters has Waldo Geraldo Faldo. <sighs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's a toss-up. It's pretty split down and the middle. And it has Steve's cousin Myrtle Urkel from the south, from Biloxi, from Biloxi, as she says. <laughs> Is that also played by Jalil White? Yes. Great. They've already had an episode of it. I think I like Myrtle more than Steve. <laughs> oh, God. Myrtle's so goddamn hilarious because she has a crush on Eddie... So they do the whole thing where, like, he's always making shit of Laura, and then Myrtle shows up, and then she's on Eddie, and then they just, like, go back and forth with each other. It's just turning into a Family Matters podcast. It is. Here we go. <laughs> let's, let's talk about Family Matters. Season one, ep one. Season Here we go. One. Pilot. No, season one sucks. I couldn't even get to it. <laughs> I skipped to season two. But no, HBO Max will have content from HBO with uh, originals and also content from Warner Brothers New Line, DC, CNN, TNT, TBS, True TV, The CW, Turner Classic Movies, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, Crunchyroll, Rooster Teeth, and Looney Tunes. Damn. Um, but is it going to be also separate from HBO Now? I do not know yet. I thought I read that, but maybe there that was a fake out. Yeah. Because like I also heard that HBO Max is going to be more expensive than HBO is now and HBO is already 15 bucks a month but uh, i read that it's not going to be too much like the the uh so far the estimated amount that's going to be that's like rumored right now is between 16 and 17 bucks okay i guess for like a dollar more yeah with all that extra stuff especially like cartoon stuff that i'd want to watch like yeah. old Looney Tunes and stuff like that. Dude, if they put old Looney Tunes on there, shit. Or even like Cartoon Network and stuff. Oh my, I think I might, I might jump on that then. And just like ditch something else. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know if it's, if full, it depends if it's I'm folding in HBO or not. I'm wondering not. where Hulu's going to go after all of this. Because I'm sure there's going to be a lot of, there's going to like gut Hulu with like all the shit that's coming out. Yeah. Like Disney, 
Well, Disney owns it, I guess. Yeah. They're going to own it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But Hulu's been having a lot of good, like, original stuff lately. Yeah. But I don't know... Handmaid's Tale. But with this coming out, Disney Plus, and also now just everyone's still owning Netflix, there's got to be one that gets weeded out. And I don't know if it's going to be Amazon or not, even though Hulu has more subscribers than Amazon. The thing about Amazon, though, is, like, I think the main reason I have Amazon is just because of the sweet-ass, like, two-day... Yeah, you just get it with your two-day shipping. Yeah, so I don't even give a shit. Like, I don't even have to watch Amazon. I know. I don't even remember the last time I actually loaded up Hulu for anything, to be honest. Yeah? Like, the only time I load it up is if, like, a movie is somehow on that for the show that's not on anything else. Yeah, well, Family Matters. I I know, but, like, (laughs) do I want to pay whatever eight bucks a month to watch Family Matters? Well... I don't know. Molly pays for it, so I don't even give a shit. <laughs> God damn you, and you're not joint checking account. Yep. Keep it that way. <laughs> oh my God. Secrets. 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 Uh, what enough about that? Family matters. <laughs> I'm just thinking about joint checking accounts now. Um, HBO Max, yeah. Looking forward to it? I think so. With that news that you just gave me anyway. Yeah. Because I thought it was going to be like 20 bucks a month. And I'm like, I can't fucking do 20 bucks a month. That's too much. I don't know. But it's approaching that. Like, my Netflix already is like 15 bucks a month. That's true. Because somehow Chelsea's parents borrow ours. And I'm like, it's supposed to be the other way around. I'm supposed to be stealing yours. <laughs> <laughs> how is how is this working? Oh, it's so frustrating. Um... More news, boys! Hey, let's drop it into on more us. of this news. Put it on me. Uh, <laughs> did you hear that Mad Magazine is now kaput? Yeah, I they... saw Al- Weird Al Yankovic put out a little tweet about it. Yeah. Uh, me and Eric were just talking about that right before we started recording. Uh, it was very influential when I was growing up. Oh, man. I used to buy them from the grocery store all the time. Yeah, and when I was uh, telling when I worked at that grocery store, Mad Magazine was still coming out monthly, and I would just devour yeah. that. I'd sit Indian style in front of the magazine <laughs> rack and just, like, read them and then get dirty looks from the people working there. Oh, I was going to say while you worked there you did that? <laughs> oh, no, not while I worked there. Oh. <laughs> uh, I would just read it while I was on the clock, but all I had to do was man a cash register, and there wasn't really hopping in there all the yeah. time, I tell you what. Yeah. But yeah, that, and that jumped me into, like, cracked, like, mad light, pretty much. Oh, yeah. And I could not get enough of that stuff. And even, like, my dad was really into it, and, like, at one point I was, like, 15, 14, 15, and he had old ones up in the attic from, like, the 70s that he brought oh, down. And they were just as good. Yeah. And they do, like, movie parodies, and they, like, give away almost the whole plot of the movie yeah. through their parodies, where I'm right. like, well, not even watch it. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure I, like, watched Independence Day through Mad Magazine before I saw Independence Day. <laughs> saw one of the Rocky movies through Mad Magazine. Yeah. <laughs> the one with the robot, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> it it might have been. Yeah. Like, Jeff Goldblum discovered the virus, and I was like, Mad Magazine already told me this. Like, I don't even <laughs> yeah, give <a> shit. Right. <laughs> Uh, but I, I loved, especially when they did, like, superhero spoofs and stuff like that, when they had, like, a big superhero mm-hmm. movie out. Especially, oh, I, like, remember freaking, like, the, uh, Batman Forever one, especially, yeah. when they would draw, like, the caricatures of people and, like, freaking, uh, what's his fucking face that was Batman? Uh. Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer's, like, ass chin. <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. And, and the fold-ins in the back. Oh, the man fold-ins? You kidding me? Man, the first time I figured that out, I was like so proud of myself. Spy versus spy. Oh, I love spy versus spy. I know, man. Now it's all kaput. And like for End of an era. for a while there, it was only coming out quarterly. And I remember that even like up until like eight years ago, I think they started doing that. But even then, you don't get like enough eyes on it coming out quarterly. Yeah. I'm actually surprised it went this long mm-hmm. before it actually went kaput. But R.I.P. Mad Magazine. R.I.P. Mad. R.I.P. Alfred E. Newman. Yeah. Why you worry? What him worry? <laughs> you should because he got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, brother. Uh, I should buy a Mad Magazine shirt or something like that. Now that they won't get any sure money for it. Sure, there's one on Amazon. <laughs> um, last bit of news I got, boys. Kind of ties into our main topic of the evening. Oh, my. Um, but I just want to throw it out there now. Just get to wet the palate a little bit. Uh, uh, it's reported by Slash Film that Sony will get full control of the Spider-Man license again. If Far From Home does not make a billion dollars. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? M- more on the... Fi- a billion? Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into the financials later on. Uh, but what a bunch of fucking idiots. I don't know if that's a real deal or not, because I don't see why <laughs> Disney would fight so hard to get Spider-Man back into their franchises. Yeah. If they would just give it up if it didn't make a billion dollars. Your Avengers movie made a billion dollars? Or why can't ours? Like, because it's the fucking... It's the one. Yeah, I'm fairly certain no Spider-Man movie has ever made a billion dollars. No. So to put that on the table, it's like... That seems (laughs) like a dumb idea. Yeah. kind of want to look that up right now. Because I'm pretty sure Spider-Man 3 got close. But I don't think Homecoming... No. Did Spider-Man 3 numbers. No. Which is insane, yeah. if you think about it. Um, so talk amongst yourselves while I look this up, would you? <sighs> well, Eric's got these natty light natter days. <laughs> Feels like summer. Oh my god. Nice warm summer night. Oh, hell What's yeah. wrong with some strawberry lemonade beer? I oh, blame oh, freaking Tyler for bringing these over, because I did, had nothing to do with them. I didn't want anything to do with them. Brought them over, I'm like... Damn it, them delicious fucking beers. <laughs> <laughs> they taste so good on a hot ass day. I know. They're like Mike's hards, but like not as like bit like tart. Mm-hmm. Which I enjoy. Mm-hmm. So you'd probably like these over like the summer shandy. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I like these more. Hmm. I feel these are smoother. I really like grapefruit shandy from Lining Kugels. Ooh. I think that might be my favorite one. I might put that over this, but I think this is this is about on par with like a lemon shandy. I think from Lionies to me, and these are probably cheaper too. Yeah, eight ninety nine for a twelve pack. Well, for a six pack of Lionies, it's about eight ninety nine. Yeah. <laughs> Why does my computer keep reminding me that my Outlook is out of date? Piece you should of update shit. your Outlook. Here we go. Got some numbers. <laughs> Here we go. Spider Man three worldwide box office. Eight hundred and ninety point nine million. Yeah, so that's the highest from, one. Yeah, so far from home's not going to come close to that. Well, we'll get into the financials later, won't we? All right, all right, we'll, we'll get see. that one on the top of the we'll hour. We'll see, we'll see. But that's only news. Yeah, but Sony's going to be a stupid asshole if they just take it back, because it's like you're not going to make money with it by itself. Well, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> 
got any, one, one more of those Natter days over there? I do. <laughs> uh, Troy, I brought up a long time ago that uh, the Breaking Burrows. <laughs> with uh, Burrows? <laughs> don't even start. <laughs> Breaking Burrows. But, uh, uh, Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul put out uh, tweets where it was... Two donkeys next to each other. Burrows. Burrows, as we said. Not and burrows, it's burrows. Burrows? Eric, be the deciding vote on this. I what was... am I saying that's different from you? <laughs> I'm going to say burrows. 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 Anyways, we, everyone <laughs> was... Uh, Everyone was speculating this is going to be a Breaking Bad thing. That is, Oh, it's close. We're going to get that Breaking Bad movie they were all talking about. Uh-huh. Turns out we were wrong. Oh my god. Because I guess Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul are putting together a new liquor brand oh. called Dos Hombres. Oh. Not breaking burros? Yeah. Not what you said. <laughs> I'm not going to fucking say it again. You can make say shit. what again? Shut up. Anyway, so there you go. <laughs> liquor brand. Get ready for it. Uh, Here we go. Is that it? <laughs> God, yeah. God damn it. She says it once. Burrow. Burrow. <laughs> so burrow. 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 Doesn't have any flavor. You know what I mean? Burrow. 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 No, it's burrow. You said burrow. Whatever. Don't start the shit again. <laughs> Troy, you love those remakes. Eric, you yeah. love remakes? I do. Okay, well, uh, do you love who, Look Who's Talking? <sighs> Seen it, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like you love it. So they're making a remake of Look Who's Talking. Okay. I'm surprised it hasn't been done yet, to be honest. No shit. Remember, for some reason, they used to play the one with the dogs all the time on HBO when I was growing up. The one with the dogs? I watched it a shit ton of... Yeah, it was like Look Who's... Look who's barking. <laughs> no, it was like look. look it was like look, the third one. Oh, they like I, look I who's talking now. I think that was the second one. I don't remember. Uh, or maybe third that was one. look who's talking too, and then look who's talking now is the one with the dogs. Okay. But yeah, like the the two kids are older, so they can talk. But then they have dogs that can talk. They talk to them, each other. Okay. But. Yeah, because I think one was, like, Danny DeVito, and the other one was, like, Diane Keaton or something. What is Dude, it's this? fucked up, man. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, I, I saw it all the time when I was growing up. I was with you a lot when you were growing up. It came up all the time. Like, there was, like, it's, like, takes place during Christmas and shit, and... You're full of shit. Look it up! I don't want Look to. Up, bro, you <laughs> fucking done. piece of shit. I'm done looking things up after Burro. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse uh, me. Troy, looking forward to that Joker movie that's coming up? Yes, actually. Well, uh, are you looking forward to it after this news, though? Oh, we'll see. Uh, Todd Phillips, the director, mm -hmm. said director that, of The Hangover. Uh, <laughs> he's expecting some backlash from his Joker movie because it says, and I quote, does not follow anything from the comics. Great. So, uh, so what do you think about that, Troy? It's exactly what I've said before. Then why call it Joker? <laughs> why not just be Bad Clown? <laughs> I don't get it. Because if it was called Bad Clown, then people would be like, why don't you just call it Joker? Yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> but 
Like, why have it just in name only? That's just a freaking bait and switch. Well, they're just. I think they're just like drawing off of. It's like how everything is nowadays. Like they're just drawing off of like the franchise of it. They'll be calling like a movie Batman, but it's a Dracula movie. <laughs> Gonna make it. <laughs> Making it. It's horse shit. Fuck you, Todd Phillips. Anyway, the movie looks fine though. Yeah, I want to see it. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, we'll see, won't we? <laughs> we'll probably be on the docket. So. Yeah. October, right? That's when it comes out. Yeah, October. I believe it is. Uh, Troy, looking forward to that uh, Big Lebowski spinoff. Nah, Eric, you big Big Lebowski fan? I saw it. I didn't know there was a spinoff coming. No, they're making a spinoff based on uh, John Turturro's character, okay. the Jesus. Yeah, and uh, it's supposed to be called the Jesus Rolls. <laughs> oh my! So I'm very curious about this because he's not that sympathetic of a person. He's a fucking pedophile. Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> And he doesn't even that have that like that huge of a part no. in the movie anyway. Just were people clamoring for this? Wearing like a fucking hairnet and uh, licking his ball and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And this is a movie. I don't even think the Coen Brothers are even making it. What is this? <laughs> it's just the fuck. I don't know. I'm. I can't get behind this. Yeah. I'm I sorry. Don't... I'm not sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> You let us down. I let us I'll let you down. The Jesus. Yep. The Jesus rolls. Supposed right. to be the name of it. I can't wait to not see it. Troy, that Chris Rock saw reboot. Yeah, yeah. It's getting weirder. Yeah. Because uh, apparently uh-huh. they have someone else that's going to be in the cast. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh man, is supposed to be. <laughs> what is this turning into? I don't know. <laughs> It doesn't really surprise me that he's in it, because if you think about it, Samuel L. Jackson will literally do anything. He is a working actor, but now all he has to do is show up and be him. That's it. Hey, man, make your money somehow. Eric, you look confused. I don't think this is necessary. I don't think it is either. Hey, Chris Rocky's got the key to take, turn this Saw franchise around. Take it away from him. <laughs> Yeah, isn't it like hiding in the tub underneath like body parts or something? Is that where the key is? He has to dig out his He's eye not, first. I don't know. Dig- <laughs> <laughs> every time this comes up, I gotta take out my. <laughs> every time this story comes up about any of this Chris Rock saw stuff, I can only remember the one joke I saw on Twitter where like well, they're gonna rename it Saint <laughs> instead of Saw. <laughs> like. I don't know if that's an offensive <laughs> joke or not, but I still laugh every time. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, sure, I got some interesting news for you. All right. I'm, came I out like this interesting past news. Week. Uh, Ron Perlman, we all remember as mm-hmm. the Hellboy in Guillermo del Toro's mm-hmm. Hellboy series, but he was not the first choice. Oh, my goodness. Who do you think was the first choice for Guillermo for del Toro's Hellboy? Hellboy? And it's weird. Like, Spanish actor weird? No, like, why? Like an out-of-nowhere choice? Yeah. I don't know, Sam Jackson. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I have no idea. Jeremy Renner. What? Was initially given the role of Hellboy, but he turned it down. Jeremy Renner? (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck? 
like in 2004, whenever this, 2003, (laughs) he wasn't even an, he didn't do anything yet. Well, he was in stuff, but he wasn't like huge. That is a shitty choice. (laughs) I'm, that's, where'd you get this news? Uh, flickeringmyth.com. Sounds like horse shit to me. Sounds like a advanced form of Wikipedia. (laughs) Flickeringmyth.com. Maybe it was. I don't fucking know. I'm trying. I'm fucking trying here. If that is true, that is a ridiculous choice. Ridiculous. Can you imagine if Jeremy Renner actually was Hellboy? Would have sucked. God. What? I usually... That can't be true. Guillermo has, like, way... Like, I really respect his choices when he does something. I can't see it. I can't see this being true. I don't know. You got the wool pulled over your eyes over on that one there, JT. Well, I don't know. I do. Well, luckily we got Ron Perlman. (laughs) Yeah, luckily we did. So... And then David Harbour later in an abysmal Hellboy movie. Have you heard any... I guess Jeremy Renner is, like, making music now? I heard that! And it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh uh, God! <laughs> uh, should we try to find some? I'm gonna hold on. Let me try and find it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jeremy, I yeah, I heard. Uh, that's I think, the last of my news. I think GHD brought that up to me, and I was like, "Really, Jeremy Renner's making music?" He's like, "Yeah, weird, huh?" And I immediately forgot about it, even though that should be something that would just stick in the back of my go. mind. Here's his his new song, Heaven Don't Have a Name. Here we go. Ah, oh, shit. It's a goddamn ad. <laughs> Fuck you, YouTube. <laughs> Let me turn this up. Uh, let me go. Let me go further ahead so we can get like the chorus. Wait. What is going on? <laughs> if I may interject here, boys, this yeah. is shitty. Yeah, this is Jeremy Renner. He's doomed. Like he's. Heaven does have a name, though. It's called Heaven. <laughs> oh, we should probably stop playing before we yeah, get a we're fucking, fucking copyright strike. Of <laughs> but no, I like. Uh, I was listening to uh, uh, Daily Zeitgeist. I've been making fun of it like the last couple of weeks, mm. and they keep making fun of that part. Where it's like, I'm predictable. I gotta tell you. <laughs> Like he says it so fast, you can't even understand him. Like, I got to tell you. Uh, as odd a news as that is, and as weird as that sounds, I can definitely say that I could hear that on the radio in no time. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's poppy enough and somehow clean enough that it could be on the radio. Yeah, and it'll make money off of it. I'm sure it will. Yeah, because I didn't even hate the beginning of that. Yeah. But I don't want to listen anymore. <laughs> so take that how it go- I don't know. Take it as you as it lays right there. So would you rank that below Eddie Murphy and Bruce Willis and Don Johnson? Oh. 
I want to say, <laughs> of those, I would say Don Johnson is number one. Okay. Oh, should I play? Should I, should I play Secret? <laughs> hold on. Let me play Secret Garden. <laughs> While you list it off, because uh, I can't, I can't let this go without having a Secret Garden if we're gonna list. That's gonna be our thing from now on. We got a Secret Garden when we list. Hold on. Let me let me look it up. I should just like oh, save this on my on my computer. You know what's great about this too is that I can't hear it playing. I know that's the best part. Ah <laughs> uh, shit! There it is. You're losing steam. We're going. We're going. We're going. <laughs> God damn it! It's a fucking ad. <laughs> Shut up, ad. Here we go. Here we go. Ah shit. <laughs> Play it. God. It's got it's going on. Hold on. What? Here we go. Get your list ready. Here we go in I've forgotten all the players in this by now. Uh, we're gonna go Don Johnson, Bruce Willis, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and then Jeremy Renner. Oh my god. Here we go. I'm gonna say Here we go. Ah, shit. <laughs> Joel! You are go, go, me. go. At number one, I'm gonna put Don Johnson. Like heartbeat really has heart and soul in that. It does. And it really kicks. Next, Eddie Murphy. Because I want to party all the time, and this girl wants to party all the time. Hurry up. Next, I think I'm gonna put Jeremy Renner. She ah, you, you, you blew it. And <laughs> now he's singing. Damn it! You gotta get through before he starts singing. Sorry. And then I think Bruce Willis is gonna be last. I think. God damn it, Troy. You gotta get through the list before he starts singing, otherwise it doesn't make any sense. I wanted to get through my list. Do you agree with that? Is that is that good enough? That's pretty close. <laughs> I don't even remember what Bruce Willis's song is, so that's why I made the last place. Couldn't tell you. I forgot. <laughs> I just I know do, he did one. I do know that. Bruce Willis. What a chump. God, he seems like such an asshole. <laughs> no, I was watching something on YouTube. <laughs> and Grab one in they're, uh, they're, I was watching something about like the most like luxurious mansions in the world or whatever, and there was some mansion overseas that was refurbished for Bruce Willis, and then he just didn't end up living there. Yeah, he sounds like a turd. Yeah, it's a total turd. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> that's all I got on Bruce Willis. Well, that's all my news, Troy. That he made last on that list too. Yeah. Don Johnson's killing it with a heartbeat. So. Excuse me. Well, before we get into any more trailer news that we teased before, yeah, there's a few bits. There are so some bits. Load up more things on that laptop. Over there, there we go. Let's see how long <laughs> this takes for a segment we call Neil's Bits. People it's playing by the way. This worked out a lot easier than Secret Gardens. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to save Secret Garden on here. Yeah, you're going. Every to. time you list something, I have to play Secret Garden. It's gotta be done by now, though, right? No, it's not. <laughs> it's fucking 26 seconds long. <laughs> it's a long fucking song. Eric, what do you think of Neil's bit song? Too long. <laughs> That's from a fan. There you have That's it. That's from a fan, Neil. Too long. <laughs> we a pile of shit. 
In his defense, though, I think his song was shorter than me trying to find Secret Garden on <laughs> it YouTube. It very much was. <laughs> so congratulations, Neil. Your song beat me when it came to me trying to find Secret Garden on YouTube. Uh, so... It brought up to me that there was two major deaths this week, because somehow I lived under an entire rock yeah. and didn't know this. But uh, two big ones, actually. Biggins. Uh, first one, Ross Perot died. Can I finish? Can I finish? Can, can I finish? I... Can I finish? Can I finish? I'm going to have a $1 from everyone. <laughs> look at my chart. <laughs> look, look at this chart. Look at this little pork pie hat I got on. Uh, Sadly, he passed away. Yeah, <laughs> of, like, leukemia. <laughs> Jesus! At, at 89 years old. Ter- terribly sad. Like, self-made billionaire, ran independent in 92? 92 and 96. Yeah. Ooh. Didn't do either, <laughs> didn't do well in either one of them. But 20% of the vote I think he got in 92. Oh, now I don't remember on that. But regardless, like, the biggest turnout of an independent ballot yeah. that I can even think of. If people kind of give him credit for fucking over George Bush mm-hmm. when he... Went off against Clinton. Yeah. Granted, like, I was way young at that point and didn't follow anything. Yeah. But I n- knew peripherally who Ross Perot was yeah. from just having him be on TV mm-hmm. and having Dana Carvey play him on SNL. Yeah. Kind of finish. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he passed away this last week of uh, very sad, yep. very sad but, news. But very old age of 88, so. 89, actually. 89, Jesus. I know. Topped, topped it. So we can safely say then that Ross Perot has finally finished. That's right. He's, he's done. He's finished. That's right. He's done. We let him finish. He, he's finished. He's we done. let him finish. We let him finish. There you go. <laughs> he's done. He's done. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Eric said it first. Ross Perot. Okay. R.I.P. R.I.P. Getting those dollars from the angels in heaven. There you go. He was uh, a billionaire. There's, we should really not really feel that bad for him. He lived a pretty rich life that's true um <laughs> another person passing away this last week rip torn passed away at 88 years young yeah may have uh, remembered him from such films as men in black where he played zed yep he was also in freddy got fingered if you remember that <laughs> that was a piece of cinema mastery there <laughs> Uh, as well as a, uh, a, a ton of other oh, things. Yeah. Most famously, Larry probably. Sanders show. Larry Sanders Show. Dodgeball. He was yep, in that. That's right. Um, he has, actually was up for a t- uh, bunch of, I think, Tony Awards as well, maybe? Maybe yeah. I'm looking at something else. But, uh, yeah, he died at 88 um, in his home, surrounded by his family. Ah. I didn't see any cause or anything, so it must just be because he was 88. He I was mean, that's a, that's a good long yeah. career and life there, so... Yeah. We celebrate you, Rip Torn. There you go. With a natter day. <laughs> Cheers to you. I'm going to be a natter day in heaven. <laughs> That's right. With Ross Perot. That's nah, right. No, they're throwing That's intergalactic keggers now. <laughs> shit. They're drinking supernovas up there. <laughs> Very good. That was good. I almost spit out my natter day on that one, Eric. <laughs> um, well, now that they are done, we also have other things that are done. Some trailers of the week. Yeah. It's also what? Great segue, Troy. That is a terrible segue every time. I feel so bad, but it works so well. I don't know how to feel about it. It's, 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 wor- it's worth the, the cost of their lives to have that Oh, don't segue. say that. That is aw- even more awful. It makes me feel like shit. Well, yeah. Um, you said you had a few trailers. I only have one. Yeah. Well, uh... 
Well, the big one, I'm pretty sure we both have. Yeah. But I saw there was a trailer for a movie called Judy, mm. where Renee Zellweger plays uh, an older Judy Garland mm -hmm. in a film. And I'm always curious about that, because the only thing I know about Judy Garland is just, like, her Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And... But, like, I've heard, like, when she got older, like, she was, like, an alcoholic. And, like... Yeah. She was, like, really fucked up. So I'm, like, right. curious to, like, actually check this out to kind of know more about, like, the older Judy Garland. Mm -hmm. Toto! <laughs> That's yeah. a terrible Judy Garland. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I'd be I'd be interested in that too. I don't know yeah. if I, I guess I need to see like a biopic or anything, but I'd like to see just a documentary oh, about yeah. like that kind of stuff. I know your mom's a huge Wizard of Oz fan. Oh yeah, it's like her favorite movie. Yeah, or either that or Top Gun. I can't remember. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Wizard of Oz. I remember growing up or growing up when I'd go to your house and like seeing like, she'd have like huge things displayed of like Wizard of Oz stuff. Mm -hmm. But then she's also verbally told me that Top Gun is one of her favorite movies. So, oh, shit. what do you believe? The figurines? Or her word? Well, I don't know. I think the Wizard <laughs> of Oz one is more of the pocketbook, if you ask me. Alright, alright. That's, that's where you get the real favorite. Alright. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what you're saying. I'm just saying. There's a person with many figurines. I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I know you hate Batman, so... <laughs> Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think I, I would check out. I'd still probably check this out. I don't know if I'd rush to the theater or anything like no, that. No, I'd probably rent it. Yeah. No, I'm still curious. Like okay. that, uh, that, uh, god damn it. Now I can't think of it. That movie with, uh, fucking, <laughs> that duo that you like. The duo that Stan I like. Stan and Ollie. <laughs> That okay. duo that you like? God damn it. I can't Batman and Robin? Yeah, that one. Okay. But that Stan and Ollie movie was pretty good. And that kind of focused on like the later years of their career, mm. which was pretty interesting. I still haven't seen that. Jesus. I need to get on that shit. What am I doing with my life? I don't know. Well, wait, wait a minute. You've seen this, Joel? Yeah. Where'd you see it at? I rented it. Oh, all right. Netflix disc? Yes. God damn it. Give me shit about this. Can you this? believe this shit? He's like the one person in the world. So still what? Doing so it. yeah, I'm gonna spend a dollar, like, for a DVD, and then but then spend four dollars for like just getting it digitally. Jesus, shit in your Cheerios. <laughs> just saying, I'm saving money. <laughs> Fucks. Piece of shit. He's like Joel. You're living in fucking 2010 over here with your fucking DVDs. <laughs> Eric's ever allowed back here. <laughs> These guys are just fucking shitting on me at every step. It's been, I think, equally distributed. I That's why I like a third party here. It totally breaks ties. Feel free to give it back, man. All right. Well, fuck you, Eric. Fair enough. <laughs> Watch Eric secretly gives out DVD, gets DVDs at his house, too. He doesn't want to. Does. Shh. <laughs> Still getting those VHS rentals. <laughs> He's got the combo. He's got the DVD VHS combo. <laughs> Built into the TV. Yep. He's got the FBI warning at the beginning. Oh my god. He's got the tracking. <laughs> uh, any other trailers besides the big one? Nope. Eric, do you have any trailers cocked and loaded? I do have one. Uh, I wish I would have taken some notes as far as who's playing the lead in this movie, but uh, movie 21 Bridges? Oh, okay. 
Uh, there's a heist going on. It looks like some cops were murdered, and they closed down. I'm guessing it's Long Island. Yeah, they closed down like all points of en- exit and entry. Chadwick Boseman, I think, in it. That sounds about right. Um, oh, fuck, who are the other people? But yeah, yeah, that one looks actually really good for like a police movie. I guess yeah. I'm usually not really into those. It gave me like kind of like a almost like a training day kind of vibe to it a little bit. No shit. But uh, it look I. I think it looks pretty good. I think I saw a trailer for it when I went and saw maybe Spider-Man or a movie before that. I don't remember. Hmm. I think it looks pretty good. I'm going to look up this cast right now because the, the cast was pretty stacked. Oh, shit. I, I'm pretty sure it had Chaswick Bozeman in it. 21 Bridges. Bridges. Yeah, Chadwick, Chadwick Bozeman, Taylor Kitsch, Sienna Miller, Stephen James, J.K. Simmons, oh, shit. Keith David. J.K. Simmons is in everything. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. the white Samuel Jackson. He's in everything. <laughs> I just want to see a, but, like a buddy cop movie with J.K. Simmons and Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. That's all that Google gives me right now, but it looks good. All it right. looks very good. I'm on board. Great. Well, the big one that came out this last week was the live action trailer for Mulan. Mulan. The uh, slew of current live-action remakes from Disney. Yes, of course. Um, this one, I want to go out on a limb and say I really appreciate, though I haven't seen much of it besides just this trailer. Yeah. It looks like they're straying a bit from just doing a full-on remake of the animated yeah. movie. Like It doesn't look like they have, like... From what I've seen, this is like a teaser or whatever, but it doesn't look like they're doing any like musical numbers or anything. Mm-hmm. And uh, it looks like the action's actually pretty decent in it. Yeah. Um, I don't think they're doing Mushu the Dragon or anything like that in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it looks like it's t- like almost like a histor like a more historical real take than like a yeah kind of musical comedy adventure. Mm-hmm. So I I appreciate that because like that's a main criticism of all these coming out. It's like well, it's just the same as the cartoon. Yeah. You just added one song. So like that was like what Beauty and the Beast was. What Cinderella was, mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, well, I've I've seen that. Like before. the one thing they do in it is that they do hint at the at one song for Mulan where it's like, "You'll bring honor to us all." Yeah, like she says the line in it, but they don't sing the song. So they'll have like maybe like some nods here and there, but I don't see them singing any songs from it. Yeah, and I'll even. I only remember one other song from the thing anyway. Yeah. And it's like, you'll make a man out of me or something like that. I'll I'll make a man out of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Molly I, plays that song all the time when we're, like, listening to Disney music. <laughs> she just likes to, like, let's get down to business. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite soulful. I know. It doesn't even sound like an Asian song. Like it no. sounds like so. It sounds like it's from, like, an American musical. Yeah, like a Disney movie. Yeah. <laughs> It's so out of nowhere. Yeah. Um. So I can't see him actually doing that. No. <laughs> in this I movie, can't either. That's I think it would come off actually kind of offensive if they did it now. But uh, yeah, I, I want to see how they like portray the Huns because the Huns in Mulan are like <laughs> these like big dirty savages, <laughs> like or... beastly vampiric people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how amazing. the hell are they gonna do them in this? I know. It's. I don't know. I, I, I do 
I'm very curious to see. And now watch, like, the next trailer will come out. It'll totally be, like, the opposite of what we like about this one. Oh, like, I'm sure. It's just a remake. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, otherwise I'm, like, applauding them for having it just be different. It's a lot... <laughs> And speaking of live-action Disney movies, I, for, I should have put this in the news. The total outrage of having, um, I can't I remember what her name is, but having her be cast as Ariel. Halle Bailey? Halle Bailey, thank you, being yeah. cast as Ariel. Yeah. My, brought it up last week. Oh, did we? Yeah. I can't remember anything that we ever say. But yeah, no, it's <laughs> it's dumb. Yeah. My favorite tweet <clears throat> I've read about it so far is someone uh, retweeted, like, someone, like, Saying, like, being outraged, and they just put at the top, I hope Sebastian's blue. <laughs> uh, just to fucking piss you off. Uh, well, JT, with all that out of the way, trailers are done. Trailers are done. Let's talk about the review tournament of random movies. We are on the last match of the semifinals. So close to the finals to see which movie we will review at a later date. Mm-hmm. We had Warm Bodies versus Misery. Misery annihilates Warm Bodies. <laughs> oh my god, with did it. No, no surprise to anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Eric, I think you were you were probably the one person that voted for Warm Bodies. Was that right? No, no, not me. Uh, I your, voted for Misery. That's your favorite movie ever of all time, I've heard. I, I also tried to get Wild Hogs through a couple of weeks ago, just for the record. That's so. right, did that's you? Right. The, the epic you were like my feud, enemy that week. The epic feud between <laughs> Troy and Eric about trying to get Wild Hogs through. Just oh think, my if, God. just think, it could have been King Kong versus Wild Hogs <laughs> for our finals, but those that like weekend where I retweeted it and all this kind of stuff. I would just see you reply and just be like, oh, Eric, that dirty son of a bitch. I did everything I could, and I <laughs> yes. still failed. Yes. You got very close. That was one vote off. It was one vote, yeah. There was 41 votes to the whole thing. I think if you, like... Bring in all the total votes from the rest of the tournament, it wouldn't equal four. No, I mean, it would. There was like 10 for this one. <laughs> uh, warm bodies out, misery's in. So, for our finals of the review review tournament, random movies six, we've got King Kong versus Misery. Okay, I think we already said that we're pretty sure Misery's gonna win, anyways, but uh, it's because it wasn't made in the 2000s, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but is that is that your feeling, Troy? You think Misery's gonna take it all? I don't know. We got quite a, a showing for King Kong in the last round. That's true. Eric, which which one are you are you hoping for? King Kong or Misery? Put a gun to my head. I'm saying Misery. Oh my Ooh. gosh. Well, let me let me take this gun away now. What do you think? <laughs> I'll say Misery anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what I'm gonna pick. I don't. I don't ever like to tip my hand on the finals anyway. Okay. Um, because I feel like somebody will try to fuck me. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> fuck Troy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be curious to see what wins. All if right. we have another classic movie in the in the in the wings waiting for us to review or something, uh, maybe more recent. I don't know. Classic monster. We'll see. Versus a classic monster of Kathy Bates. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we got the finals. For next week, and I also have Review of Turn Around Movie 7 already lined up. Oh my god. 
There you go. Uh, Eric, you want to you wanna sneak peek on this? Absolutely. All right. I'll show oh Eric my, my sneak peek. I'm not going to tell you, Troy, because I'm going to tell you as they go on, but this is what I have for seven. Don't show Troy. He's shaking his head. Oh, my. <laughs> All pornos. <laughs> hey, quit looking. Yeah. <laughs> this might be better than you think. Oh, yeah. oh! So you're like you're liking it? I am. All right, there you go. Oh so there you have it. God, there's Eric's Stamp idea of what approval. he thinks for uh, Review Return Random Movies Seven. So it's looking positive. My God, from Eric's point of view, you will be pleasantly surprised. There you go. I hear that? All right. There you All go. All right. Well, with that said, why don't we get? Oh my god, look at the time. Is it the top of the hour? I think it's the top of the hour, Troy. <laughs> better check that clock if you're listening at work. <laughs> That's right. If not, you better pause this and wait till the top of the hour. Um, we're going to get right into Spider-Man Far From Home, dropping July 2nd, 2019, here in the United States of America, for a 4th of July large opening weekend. Yeah. With a budget of $160 million yes. opening weekend. Domestically made $92.5 million. Yeah. Worldwide, $295.8 million over the long extended weekend. Uh, domestically, so far it's made $211 million. Worldwide, $603.7 million. So it might make that billion. It's already over a half billion. Yeah. Half a billion dollars. Ooh. So, and that's in its first week. So Shit. Just take it as that. Look out, Sony. Yeah. Get that bell ready. Yeah. <laughs> Better get that crow ready to eat, Sony. That's right. Uh, yeah, over the teeth, through the gums. Watch out, Sony. Here it comes. Is that what the saying is? Sure. <laughs> what are we doing here? Um, Rotten Tomatoes has this Now movie. watch like Spider-Man 3 when, when like, the third Spider-Man comes out there and be like, well, if this doesn't make $2 billion, then we're pulling Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, IMDb, oh no, Rotten Tomatoes has this at 90% positive reviews. Wow. I know. Certified fresh. Of course. <laughs> Rotten at 90%, oh, Jesus Excuse Christ. Me. IMDb has this at 8 out of 10. Pretty good. Metacritic, 69%. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and every movie has a lesson.com. Four stars. All right. Out of they really like they really like that lesson that they had. <laughs> I know. Out of out of what I don't know. Yeah. They have four it's stars. Out of ten, then they thought it sucked. <coughs> it's out of five. Good lesson. Yeah. Out of four, perfect movie. Who knows? <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Fair enough. So. Oh my God! I have a baby screaming in the background oh my here. Gosh. So JT, would you like to bestow the honors to Eric to give us? What happened Eric, in the Spider-Man Far From Home? What happened in Spider-Man Far From Home <laughs> with the most like terrified a... look on your face? I'll, I'll pass it back. <laughs> oh. Well, help me out. I'll do my best. No spoilers. Yeah. You say one sentence, I'll say the next sentence. <laughs> they go on a field trip. They being Peter Parker <laughs> and his class. <laughs> Pronouns, pal. You went... <laughs> Well done. <laughs> you went too vague right off the top. God damn it, pal. <laughs> what happens on this field trip, Eric? Well, they encounter a guy who, a superhero by the name of Mysterio, who seems to wear a fishbowl on his head. 
Like, go from here. Uh, Mysterio, uh, apparently being from another dimension where he is battling uh, these monsters called Elementals that he's trying to keep from destroying this particular Earth. Because he comes from, I believe, Earth 890-something, I believe. Sure, we'll say that. Yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> well, safe to say that he does push back the elementals, but he a little uh, little chicanery in his antics. Whoa, hey, I'll stop there. And uh, bada bing, bada boom, we got a Spider-Man from home. Oh, great. <laughs> just your hands off, you got it far from home. Yeah. Uh, I think we were, like, operating on two different wavelengths that it was kind of hard that. to put together. I love, we should do that more often when we do a sentence at a time. I would, let's play that game for a okay. while. <laughs> so, Spider-Man, Far From Home, almost a direct sequel to Endgame, I would say, because oh, even yeah. going into this, everyone said, oh, it's an epilogue to Endgame. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, fucking take it easy. Endgame <laughs> pretty much had a cut and dry ending right oh, there. Yeah, yep. But I would say, coming out of the movie, they were 100% correct. Yeah. They take little aspects of what Endgame gave it, followed yeah. up with it a little bit, touched on a little more things to get like yeah. kind of where it's heading to. Yeah. And it, it was a perfect, I think, almost palate cleanser and bridging film to what they kind of want to do next. Yeah, it doesn't like necessarily like portray the gravity of what happened, but it does give you tidbits of where the world is headed from here on out. Yeah. Um, I, I really liked a lot what they did in this. And actually me and Eric were talking right before, but we were saying some of the things they bring up in this, they kind of gloss over really quick and then move on to something else. Yeah. So you don't like think about it too hard. Yeah. A lot of movies do that. There's I'm not a lot of things in that. here where it's like, if you, if you dwelled on some of the things that they talk about in here, that they just like gloss over like real fast, you'd be like, that's depressing. <laughs> like, yeah. Just like like people are like some people are homeless and yep. <laughs> like right. some people are like like just coming back and like being held back in school. Right. <laughs> it's like this is kind of depressing. No, no, we're not thinking about that. We're going on a field trip. Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> so like what they they do a right at the very beginning of yeah. this movie. Yep. The snap, the snapping. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, is now actually called the blip. Yeah, and they kind of make reference to uh, the people being snapped out of existence for that whole time during Endgame and all that kind. Of, and they yeah. they they throw a lampshade on it and bring it to the forefront right at the beginning. Yep, because they're like, well, how does this work? Because everyone had that yep. question after Endgame. In a, a hilarious like thing that they do with like the kid reporters for like their <laughs> yeah for their high like, school <laughs> high school news. They have like a Getty images like. Watermarked <laughs> gif of a of fucking candles going on. <laughs> that was really great. When that first started, and it's just like, that's <laughs> the Whitney Houston. I was like, what is even happening oh here? Oh my god, it, it, it's so <laughs> but like it's so perfectly oh done god. for to be yeah. like a high school production type thing. Yeah, oh, really good. Yeah, I I was losing it once they had the Getty Images watermark over those <laughs> candles going. I'm like, yeah. oh. I'm I'm a hundred percent on board now. Right, and so they do. Yeah, so they make reference to like what they now call the blip, people being gone, whatever, and then they totally gloss over it, and it's like, well, hey, guess what? We're going on a trip, everyone. Yep. Um, going on a trip. Going on a trip. Put it up. 
Um, <laughs> I like how we do that with almost anything. Go on a trip. <laughs> People in the street. Oh, we got a banana over there. Banana. See danger. Um, yeah, I don't want to go into any really more specifics. But yeah, the it seems like the only ones that go on the trip as well is everyone from just like Peter's science class. Was it just yeah. a science class trip? Yeah, it was a science. They was said it? that they were like they were doing something. I don't know. They said it was for science, but it's like you're going over Europe. Like, what's so scientific about Europe? Right. <laughs> and also, and then, like, that... Martin Star, like the Martin Star guy, is just like, "Hey, we got this." <laughs> What's this trip consist of now? It just seems like you're, just, you're following these breadcrumbs of people giving you free shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, that happens a little bit later on. But, like, um, I also was thinking about this, and I'm not the only one who brought it up either, but I was like, how did this poor Brooklyn school afford to make have all these people go to Europe? Like, Hey, man, the blip fucked everything up. Oh, grants and kids. scholarships. And yep, stuff. There you go. Yep. There you go. Enrich the youth. I get yep. it. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. You answered yep. my question. No child left behind. <clears throat> Got it. That worked. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I also really like a lot of the returning cast in this. I actually got um, more into uh, MJ in this movie than I think I did in Homecoming. Yeah. Well, she has a more prominent role in this than she did in Homecoming. Right. But um, I, di- I couldn't really get into her because most- she was kind of just like... A little bitchy in Homecoming, a little bit, kind yeah. of off-putting. Yeah. Um, but in this, I really ended up liking her quite a bit going out of this, and more of the supporting cast as well. Like Flash Thompson was really fun in this, as I always. I fucking love Flash Thompson. Me too. I really <laughs> love that. He's such a prick. Yeah, he's like the bully that I wish I had. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, Ned Leeds is back. Yep. Great. You get a lot of good Peter Ned stuff in this. Yeah. Um, I just. <laughs> I love Ned's whole arc in this whole thing. Like, it's like a typical, like, this reminds me of, like, almost everyone, everyone went through, like, a Ned phase in, high, in like, middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Where it was just like, we just grow apart. <laughs> yeah. So you get that. We get a little more characters folded in. We get um, Betty Brandt folded in. She's, like, the news yeah. woman from the video yeah, right at the very beginning. Yeah, she has a more prominent role in this, too. So she get folded in a little more fun stuff. Um, uh, as you see with the trailers, Nick Fury's back. Yep. Uh, you get uh, a little bit of Maria Hill in this a little yep. bit. So I was like, oh, okay. Uh, Aunt May was fun. You only get to see her in the very beginning. Yeah. Um, She's peppered in throughout. Yeah. Um, and then Happy Hogan's back in this. Yeah. It's Happy has got a more ha- prominent role. It's great to see Happy in this. Um, I gotta love Happy. I wouldn't say there's a character in this that I didn't like. And of course, like Jake Gyllenhaal playing Mysterio. Yeah. Love Jake Gyllenhaal in yeah. this. He... I was talking with Ghost Hunter Dave about the movie, and we were wondering, like, when we first saw the trailers of this, like, why did Jake Gyllenhaal do this movie? Yeah. Like, he's done his big blockbuster things already. Now he's doing, like, things like Nightcrawler and all these other things, like Mm -hmm. these indie movies. Yeah. Like, he's done his Prince of Persia's and all that kind of stuff. Like, what drew him to this? But this isn't Prince of Persia. I I know, I know. (laughs) But, like, he hasn't done, like, a blockbuster in a forever. Yeah. So we're like, what would draw him to this? And then when... Um, the later on in the movie, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now I see why I wanted to do this movie. Yeah. It seemed like in the beginning when he, in the beginning, like, it seems like he's kind of like going through the motions. And then when you get to a certain point, you're like, that's why. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I, I was like, yeah, we'll talk more about that as we go on. Yeah. But 
yeah, I, I love I love Jake Gyllenhaal in this. And uh, just to round out the more of the supporting cast, we brought up Martin Starr is great as like the teacher escort. God, accompanied by JB Smoove. Yeah, are you kidding me? <laughs> Those two are great in this movie, yeah. and I wouldn't even doubt if they get their own like little spinoff movie <laughs> of just like JB Smoove and friggin' Martin Starr. Yeah, does Martin Starr just like ca- capitalizing on all this free shit he's getting, and then JB Smoove just call him out on his bullshit? It's like. <laughs> Non-stop, just, ugh. <laughs> I could listen to those two just, like, talk to each other all day. I know. It was... I loved it. You know those, like, Thor shorts before Thor Ragnarok came yeah. out? Where he's, like, living in an apartment with some guy? Yeah. I can see, like, the, like little web things like that with yeah. those two characters and yeah. just dropping, sprinkling throughout, like, so, the DVD release or whatever. I was listening to, like, a review of this, like, a while ago, and I, I guess... Uh, Martin Starr in uh, The Incredible Hulk plays a college student who's like talk who talks to uh Bruce Banner about how he's like an influence and stuff and i guess he's supposed to be that character in Really? This. Yeah. In the Incredible Hulk, Martin Starr's in it. Yeah, like he's like a college student when he like talks to like Bruce, like it's like a throwaway scene where he like talks to Bruce Banner about how he's an influence and how he respects him. Hmm. And then like He's supposed to be, I guess, like, they did, like, an interview with, like, someone where it was like, oh, yeah, he's that he's that same guy in this. Oh, it's when he delivers pizzas. Martin Starr's in the computer lab or oh, something yeah? like that. Yeah. I remember that now. Yeah. Wild. So, yeah, so he's supposed to be the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Marvel. You've done it. Or Sony. I don't know. That was probably just a random act that happened to work itself out yeah or it's like oh yeah let's get martin star and just say that he's the same guy <laughs> and then, of course tom holland is great as always as spider-man he i think he i don't know if he's my favorite spider-man of all time only because i'm gauging it against spider-verse which i've just recently rewatched. oh yeah and it was great yeah but Tom Holland is definitely up there. If I go in live action, I, th- I would say Tom Holland's probably my favorite Spider-Man. Yeah. I, yeah. He, I think he cemented it with this movie, too. Oh, yeah. Like, he's... Yeah, he just he just kind of does what he does in the, in the first one, but, like... Yeah, just kind of repeats it to where it's like, oh, yeah, you're... You're a fucking kid. Yeah. Like, he still plays it up like a kid. Like, that's what I like the most about it, is mm-hmm. that, like, he plays it up like he's a fucking kid that's being put... All these responsibilities are being put on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a uh, Eric. Am I keep interrupting you? I'm no, sorry. you're good. You're good. Um, um, that's one of my favorite things about this movie too. Is that it's like totally different from any of the other Marvel movies. Yeah. Especially coming after Endgame. Yeah. Which took itself very seriously. Like this does have serious moments in it, but it's very light and like funny. Yep. And it has like a it total John Hughes movie with that like. Oh, totally. That they were, like, shooting for even when Homecoming came out. Yeah. It's like, I love it that these are, like, kids. Yeah. And they feel like kids. It's like European vacation if someone attacked Chevy Chase's family. (laughs) (laughs) And Rusty was the one fighting Mysterio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, What else in this? What did you think of uh, the action in the movie? It's good, like, uh, especially at the end, I was thinking, like, uh, they're gonna do, like, another kind of, like, mindless, like, pun intended, like, no pun intended, but mindless drone type thing, mm. where it's, like, you just fall, fight a bunch of, like, my, like uh, faceless villains at the end. Yeah. But, like, at the end, like, I think they do it in a way where they really 
take advantage of like Spider-Man's abilities where yes. it made the action look like different than what it would be like if, if it was like a Captain America fighting these kinds of villains or a For Thor sure. or something like they pu- built it up in a way where it was like you feel like he's got it under control and then something else happens where he's back to square one. For sure. And they do it over and over again where it was like man this actually feels like an actual like hard fight for him to fight. Yeah. Yeah. There was a few action set pieces in this, like one in particular, yeah. that I thought was very well done. Yeah, there's like a total like Doctor Strange-esque type scene in this yes. that I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah that was probably <laughs> my favorite like moment of action in this. Yeah. Because not only was it like a cool visual to see, mm-hmm. but it also was like you didn't know what was really going. Like it was playing tricks with your mind. I'm trying not to spoil it a whole yeah. lot, but yeah. like... It, you didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Also, while you were watching, like from it. that scene on in, you were kind of you were kind of questioning everything that you were yes. seeing. Yeah, <laughs> and I really like that. And that is like all throughout, even even yeah. when it gets to like to like uh, post and mid credit sequences. Yeah. Then you're like, what is even real? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk about those a lot. So like, eventually. Here, I want to get into spoilers so we can oh, finally yeah, get to sure, those things. For sure. But, like, otherwise, like, there's not a... There's, like, a really hard point in this where then it gets into, like, spoiler territory. Yeah. And that's the stuff I find the most interesting. So I yeah. kind of want to just jump into that. Yeah. But I'll say before I go into that that I th- I think Spider-Man is probably their strongest character in the MCU just based on the fact that, like, even though we talk about all the crazy stuff with, like, elementals and stuff up to this point, like... Without spoiling anything, like, the villains in this are still pretty down-to-earth. Yeah. And I like the fact that, like, just the fact that pretty much all of Spider-Man's villains up to this point are just humans. Yes. Like, it grounds it a lot more, where you're not dealing with, like, some super-powered being that wants to take over the whole world. It's just, like, he's a human human person that has very small, like, uh things that he wants to accomplish yeah they're, well they're, his villains are personal yeah which in um like the only other one that i can think of off the top of my head that was close that's not like a supernatural villain would be like zemo from yeah. like winter soldier or, or something Kill, like killmonger that. was kind of that way too but he was, he was oh yeah but he was more like he was like a, about like a like conquering a country or some shit like right that. but yeah but i think with like spider-man it's just it's it's you're dealing with people that have these uh like, their motivations are a lot smaller than, like, someone being like, I want to take over the entire world, or I want to kill half the population. Yeah. Like, and I think that's, I think that's what I like the most about, like, Spider-Man, is that, like, his villains are, like, not only interesting, but they also don't feel like these grave consequences are involved. Right, it's not a world threat. Yeah. It's just a small personal thing. It's just, yeah. like... Oh shit! The world's yeah. all against him. But it almost makes it more relatable in that sense too. Yeah, like you're not dealing with a fucking alien. Yeah, <laughs> and even though it's like just a one person against him, it feels like the stakes are just as high. Yeah, if it's just like Thanos versus the universe yeah. or like whatever. the fact that you like Spider-Man so much that makes the stakes just as high as if you're like watching the world almost come to an end. Yeah. Because it's like, well, I don't want Spider-Man to die. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, but the world almost ended. Yeah, but Spider-Man, he's a cool guy. Yeah, I look at him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if the world ends as long as Spider-Man's still alive. <laughs> um, 
Anything you want to add, Eric, before we get into spoiler territory? No, let's go ahead. All right, so spoilers from here on spoilers out. Spoilers are plenty. <clears throat> so if you haven't seen it, turn this bitch off. Um, also see it. Yeah, also see it. <laughs> yeah, I would recommend going to the theater to see it because Definitely. there's a few visuals in this that would be super fun on the big oh, screen. Oh, fuck yeah. If you have not seen this yet, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Also, oh God, make it get to that billion dollars. Yeah. So Sony Give it that billion dollars so Sony keeps their goddamn mitts <laughs> off of it. Did you notice that freaking it was uh, produced by Pascal Pictures? Oh, God. Isn't that sickening? You know, Amy Pascal like owns like the Sony wing of all this kind of stuff. I did yeah. not know that. And to have her own name on it's just like, yeah. God, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> How do you really feel? <laughs> All I can remember... I would have loved that way more if it was just, like, her smug face when it comes <laughs> to the girl, logo. Pascal pictures and just, like, her smug, like, hmm, look, uh, look what I made. Ugh. I made this. The only... The one thing I always think of with Amy Pascal is, like, when she had that joint interview with Kevin Feige, and she's like, yeah, Venom's in the Marvel Universe, and he's just like, hmm? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, abort, 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 Shut get me out of here. Fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's a total big like, He's like, grabbed her by her arms. Like, Shut up. Shut up. You don't talk to me like that. Shut you don't say anything that aren't true. You don't have shit to say about the Marvel Universe. <laughs> um. So I want to talk about Mysterio here. Because in the trailers, he's announced as like this superhero from an alternate dimension. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, they're giving that away right in a trailer. Yeah. Because coming right off of Spider Verse and Endgame, you're like, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. They're bringing up like <laughs> they're bringing up. There's another dimension. They're bringing up like yeah. there's these elemental monsters. You're like, what the fuck is happening? Sony like, is prime for just spoiling their movies and trailers. Yeah. yeah. So I I was like holy shit they're throwing everything at the Well list. you said there's like a version of like like a version of like a Spider-Man comic where like Mysterio is like a superhero or something isn't he? Yeah, well there's a book called Spider-Man in where the first time the Ultimate Universe and the regular universe crosses over yeah. is that the Mysterio from the Ultimate Universe figures out how to dimension hop yeah to the regular Marvel Universe or whatever. Yeah. And I thought that first when the production was going on and then i could yeah. see that happening yeah like oh maybe he comes over and maybe he dies in this or something like that and then that's what leads to like the whole like right new dimensions or something crossing yeah. over and so when i was hearing about that i'm like holy shit <clears throat> and then like later on in the in that same scene he's going on about like i'm from earth blah 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 whatever he said 813 or yeah. whatever and this yeah. is universe 616 which is a funny nod because that's what the regular marvel universe number actually is oh yeah yeah and so, in my world, like, the elementals destroyed my whole planet or whatever. I lost my wife and all that kind of stuff. And now yeah. I'm here so it doesn't happen to you. And I'm like, holy shit, like, this is fucking heavy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and they're really going all out on this. Yep. And, like, Nick Fury seems to be behind it. Like, whatever yeah. this kind of odd shield yeah. is that he's here. And, like, up to this point, I like it where it's, like, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal's playing it pretty straight. Mm -hmm. Where it was, like, almost to the point where I was, like, I, I don't know... <laughs> like yeah what's this whole thing you're doing where he's like i am from this other earth <laughs> yeah where i was like okay but like <laughs> the whole time you're just waiting for like the shoe to drop yeah like, like you, when yeah. is it gonna get something's gonna happen because even like halfway through the movie there it's like oh beat all the elementals oh, yeah so where do we go from here <laughs> right it's like he's the bad guy right like I'm not wrong. Like, he will eventually be a bad guy, right? Yeah. And then it's just that one scene. Ugh. 
and it turns everything around yeah. in that bar. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, yeah. yes, yeah. here it and is. And like, even like Jake Gyllenhaal turns to a way where it's like, that's why you played it so straight, because you just want to... That like difference in demeanor once it all washes away, where it's like we got him, <laughs> <laughs> and that's also why I think he wanted to do this movie. He got to yeah. play almost two different roles. Oh, totally. And I'm like, great! What a great fucking choice for yeah. Mysterio. Like that's the thing I like the most about Mysterio as a character, where it's like he's there's nothing super about him. He's just so good at convincing people that he's super. Yeah, he's good at just duping everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um. Mysterio's never been, like, one of my favorite villains ever, but this movie has kind of turned me around on it. Just kind of like how you don't know what is real. When, yeah. And I never took that that way. I knew he was like, ooh, I'm going to trick you with my illusions. Look at here. Yeah. It's your, it's your wife. Ooh, look. And you're like, <laughs> no, it's not. Like, I already, like, fucking Mysterio, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But, like, this I really liked, especially during that whole, like, Doctor Strange-esque scene yeah. where you have no idea what is real mm-hmm. and Spider-Man is just as confused as you are yeah. and like there's a total fake out with a Nick Fury and it's like a total hologram and you're like what is going on? Yeah. I'm like that was perfectly played out for yeah. me to be like Mysterio's fucking dangerous as shit. Yeah. I even I I really liked it when they do the whole thing where they show him like going through like a rehearsal in like a theater where it's like he can't even really do this on the fly. It's just like he like he like lays it all out. Where it's like, okay, then then this happens and this happens. Where it's like, yeah, like it's like he's not like so super powered that it's like he can work on the fly. Where it's like, okay, my drones do this and then I can so now I'll improvise and do this. Where it's like, no, he has to have totally, a team. Yeah, he has to have a team and <laughs> totally plan it out in a way where it's like. Everything is laid out in a certain way where it's it's a production from the very beginning. Right. Where I, I love that whole thing about it where it's like, you're just a guy. You're just a guy that's really good at planning. Right. You're not a superhero in any way, shape, or form. No. And I like that even then when you find out when the shoe drops and you like learn about his team then. And you're like, wait a minute. Then nothing you said was real. So all that bullshit about multiple universes, just you fed him a line and they bought it. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit. Which is so easy to do now because it's like, it's like almost like, like I see this as like, Almost like politicians after like a big, mm-hmm. like major threat where it's like, well, fuck, I'll believe everything, everything you say because I'm scared. Right. Where it's like, oh, okay, well then, uh, un- dimensions and monsters. <laughs> where it's like, well, we just saw a fucking dude snap his fingers and like obliterate half the <laughs> half the population of everything. So yeah, sure, we'll believe that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but I love it where he totally plays like a politician in this where he's like, I will save you. But I'll just make things up around you to make it look like I'm going to save you. Right. Um, I also really liked the way he crafted his illusions. Like, he just used... Like, almost everything you saw from the elementals was not there at all. Yeah. Like, it was like a series of drones projecting holograms. Yeah. And, like, the drones also are, like, Stark drones or whatever. Yeah. That can, like also shoot, like, ammunition and crash into things and, like, yep. force-push stuff almost. <laughs> yeah. And so it makes it look like there's collateral damage actually happening. Yeah. But reality, you're just seeing, like, nothing. Even Mysterio's not there. It's oh, I know. Just I love that a shit, hologram. Too. Yeah, where they do the whole thing where, like, Mysterio lands, like, right in front of Jake Gyllenhaal where it's like, oh, you can totally... Yeah. So, of course, you can just be like, okay, I'm just gonna wait in, like, this cloud of nothingness and then walk out once my fucking... Like hologram lands where it's right. like, 
That's fucking brilliant. Right, because <laughs> then his real, like, superhero suit is just a mocap suit. Yeah, he's just wearing a mocap suit with a big fishbowl, like, walking around, like, this, like, balcony in, in London where it's right. like, God, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. And he's still and he's still so much of a wuss that he has, like, five drones following him everywhere he goes just in case. So no one, like, touches him, like, ugh. It's so fucking good. It was good. perfect. And his plan really all along... I think his plan is a tad flawed. Granted, he is a villain, yeah. so he has a flawed plan. But it's to gain access to the Stark drone satellite. Yeah. So he can pretty much become unstoppable to defeat a fabricated, like, world threat in order yeah. to become, like, the big super superhero to, gr- like, get instant acclaim. Yeah. But if were that to be, like true and that actually happened then what would happen like all of his stuff is fake so if he actually succeeded in this plan he would have been quickly seen as a farce when he's like all right well i guess me and falcon are going to go out on an adventure and it's like well you go over there falcon while i just kind of do stuff over here like i don't see like how he couldn't have the hindsight or foresight for all that stuff but yeah i don't know well he'll still have those drones yeah, but you, so I don't know. Anyway, doesn't that, yeah. that's a it doesn't happen. <laughs> so that's yeah. that's how it goes. Yeah. But I also like when they introduce his team. That freaking the guy who got yelled at for Tony Stark built this in a cave with a box yes, of scraps. Yes, that's right. He's in this. Was the guy like running the hologram show? Yeah. There was other people that Tony Stark has also just yeah. soured in the they past. They did like they did like we, they did these like, really cool flashbacks where they actually showed like where they ended up like in movies like throughout where right. it's like you just you brought these people back right like out of nowhere these small minuscule characters <laughs> yeah, such a, yeah like just these throwaway like parts where these people are they like brought back as like semi major characters <laughs> as the as part of as Mysterio's team where I'm right. like that's fucking brilliant I know and the fact that they used that um the hologram technology used in this was created by Jake Gyllenhaal for like that Tony Stark yeah like uh at the beginning of Civil War right where you see him as barf. young yeah and he called it barf and he's like what the fuck barf and then he just like gets fired <laughs> he gets from... fired <laughs> and so he just takes his technology back and uses it for this I was like this is what makes it a perfect like epilogue to almost the entire yeah cinematic universe so yeah. far up until now. And I still love that like even in death, Tony Stark is still an asshole, <laughs> creating his villains, creating his own villains. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, it's perfect. <laughs> you can't you can't lose. The fucker's dead, and he's still he's still fucking fucking up the world. <laughs> no shit. Oh. Uh, Oh my god, but yeah, just having that one turn in that bar scene where he needed to get the Edith glasses yeah. in order to somehow... How did he know about those? There was someone on his team that heard about it. Okay. There was one point in this I had to go to the bathroom really bad, and I think it was yeah. during the Edith glasses he brought up, scene. Yeah, he brought up, like, there was, like, a woman in there that was like, oh yeah, thank her for, like, she learned about these, these this technology oh, that, yeah, that's that, right. he, that he gave it to Peter... Oh my but goodness! I love that scene too, where it's like he's like fucking around with him, and then he almost kills like the guy that's hitting on Mary Jane and MJ. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which I also love the fact that that dude was like, like four grades below them <laughs> before the blip. Old. Yeah. Oh yeah. And now he's like older. Yeah. So now he's like hitting on MJ and stuff. Where it's like, oh god, he was like 
he's like four grades below me, and now he's like my competition. <laughs> yeah, that was like one thing in the beginning that I thought that they kind of screwed up on because I thought they said that he blipped out and when he came back he was older, but shouldn't it be the opposite? Or no, did I, I thought know? they bl- like they blipped out like pretty much almost his class blipped out, but he stayed around. Okay. I thought I heard that the opposite way, and then it was confusing me. But and then I couldn't find anything to back up my claims. So anyway, I think they were matter. talking about like when they when they came back, he was old. Like, he was like hotter, or something. right? Right, older, hotter, yeah, stronger, faster. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he got six million dollar man right while they were gone. Um. Uh, what I also liked in this, too, was Night Monkey. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the fact that they brought it up a lot. Yeah. After it came it, up all the time. <laughs> I thought it was so good. Every time it came up in, like, the newspaper, the news or whatever, and they're like, oh, it's a Night Monkey. And <laughs> yeah, it's like, they just oh, have, like, these, God. <laughs> these random, like, foreign fucking news things. It's like, those are Night Monkey. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Because at that point, he's in his black stealth suit, and Ned's yeah. trying to cover for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, who is that? That looks like Spider-Man. Oh, no, that's, that's just a Spider-Man the, ripoff. That's the Night Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, I love Ned and, uh, what's her name's relationship? Betty? Yeah, n- yeah. Ned and Betty's relationship, where they just, they sat next to each other on the plane, and then they have, a, they have an entire relationship throughout the entire field trip up to when they get home. And they're like, right. We've grown apart. Right. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> we're like, adults now. I like that whole plane scene where they're, everyone's trying to switch seats yeah. in order to get by their whatever. Yeah. And, like, he, Peter ends up sitting by Martin Starr, who ends up telling him that, like, his wife pretended to, like, get blipped out, but then she actually just left him for somebody else. And he's like, <laughs> well, they had a funeral and everything. <laughs> Like, that was probably ad-libbed in his birth. That was, like, so good. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, and I the- also really like Peter and MJ's relationship. Yeah, me too. Like, there's so many of, like, those... Even, like, those, like, teen... Uh, like, those teen romance-type movies where it's, like... You always have, like, the popular girl and, like, the nerdy guy where it's, like, oh... He's just pining for her, and then all, out of nowhere, he's like, well, I pine for you, too. You just never notice. Like, bullshit. <laughs> You're the popular girl. Like, this is just, like, a fucking fantasy or whatever. But with this, it's like, you can almost kind of see them getting together just because they just have, like, the same... Like, they're both really socially awkward. Yeah. And they kind of show, like, what happens when two socially awkward people get together, where it kind of <laughs> takes them a while to really get together and then when they do it's like oh yeah now i can see why you two actually like each other <laughs> right <laughs> uh yeah i really that's one of the parts that really drove me to like mj more than this yeah than i did in the last movie and i was like oh i can, yeah. I can deal with more of the zendaya business yeah. like a lot of like a lot of homecoming was her just kind of pining for peter from, from, from far away mm-hmm. and then in this like she's kind of being more in the forefront and kind of talking to him but they're they're both so awkward talking to each other up until when they're like, "Oh, you do like me? Well, then fine. Then let's then let's start doing stuff. You want to hold hands or whatever? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that's what I like about it. Where like, yeah, there's totally like relationships like that where it's like, does he like me? I don't know if he likes me. You want me? I'll do this like small thing and then see how he reacts. Where it's like that that'll go on for a long time up towards like, oh, he does like me. Then fuck it. Yeah. Let's do some shit. Speaking of relationships, I really liked Happy Hogan and Aunt May in this mm. as well. Every single time they, they talked about it, the, the awkwardness came through, and I really loved... Uh, John Favreau is great. Oh, totally. <laughs> he 
He's so great as kind of like the bumbling assistant. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I know. He's like a new show on Netflix where he just like cooks food with celebrities that I kind of want to watch. I've caught a few of them. They're yeah. fun. Yeah. Like, they're not like as like great as like in this. Yeah. But like he doesn't take the show super serious. So yeah. that makes it more fun. Yeah. Uh, I think I saw the one with, like, Gwyneth Paltrow or whatever, and she was, like, t- he was, like, talking to her, and he's, like, yeah, remember when we were in that movie together? And he, she was, like, what movie? He's, like, Spider-Man. We were in that together. Like, what? I don't I don't Dude, remember Gwyneth that. Paltrow's fucked up. Yeah, she is fucking aloof. I don't even yeah. know if she knows where she is at any given point she's in like time. She's, like, doing shit with, like, she's got, like, some kind of, like, fucking, like, weird, like, liberal science type thing where she's, like, charging, like, people, like, $5,000 to, like, go to these seminars. Is that through Goop? Yeah, Goop. That's right. Ugh. Yeah. What a terrible She's fucking name. weird. <laughs> that just sounds awful. Yeah. yeah, it is awful. She is awful. She is awful. <laughs> is this Goop thing like a Scientology ripoff kind of deal? No, it's or? like a business that she runs. Yeah. That, like, you can get, like, fucking beauty products it and makes no health fucking stuff. Sense. It's bullshit. It's whatever she wants to put out at any point in time. And all you need is $5,000. Yeah. That's Probably right. more than that, too. I don't I can't remember. I think it was five thousand. Come on, remember? But like, she just she charges like a shit ton. Yeah, all of her like, stuff is over overpriced. Garbage. Yeah, these weird seminars where it's like how to hydrate properly or some yeah. shit. Here's a tip: drink water. Oh my God. <laughs> if only if that'll you, be yeah. five grand, please. Be sure, be sure to send your five grand to El Generico on Twitter. <laughs> uh, but you're not buying goop water, okay? The twenty dollar bottle of goop water. Which sounds I even use worse. goop for my hands to just wash my hands. Is that, she owned that too. <laughs> the one with that the makes the G with the hand. <laughs> I'm glad we're on board. Uh, back to Spider Man. So Eric, we've been kind of hijacking yeah. the conversation here. Why don't you chime in? I know you're not the biggest Marvel fan, but what do you think of it? I loved it. Um, I'll be honest, I was telling Troy earlier, it's the first Spider-Man movie that I've seen since the Tobey Maguire ones. <laughs> oh, really? So we're going back a little ways. Did, so you missed Homecoming. I did. Okay. Yeah. I have okay. seen Spider-Verse, but obviously apples and oranges there. Yeah, so. yeah. But uh, I enjoyed the movie. I love the Peter Parker character. Uh-huh. I mean, nice. the the awkward teenage kid with, with a little bit of a crisis on his hands. Does well, yeah. he want to be the superhero? Right. Does he not want to be the superhero? Right. Yeah. Little bit of a uh, dilemma that he's got, and then uh, trying to find the courage to uh, to finally get with MJ. Yeah, I love all like in his little universe that every decision is like a monumental one. Yeah, like regardless if it's like asking out a girl or yeah. fighting Mysterio, it's the yeah. same kind of stuff. Oh, I know, to him. I know. Like, <laughs> especially for like being in high school when like when you figure out that a girl likes you, like. If someone were to come to me and be like, do this like right now, otherwise the world's going to come to an end, I'd be like, eh, well, this girl really fucking likes me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it would take a little, like, I'd probably still do the save the world thing, but I'm like, eh. oh, you're so selfless. Hey. It's like he's not <laughs> returning Nick Fury's calls because he's going on his trip. He wants to hook up with MJ. That's right. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't even want to bring a Spider-Man suit. He's no. just like. Nah, I don't want to do yeah. this. Ant Man just almost gets some cop with the TSA by just sticking it in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, they pull him over for bananas instead because he can't bring any foreign fruit to a native country or whatever like that. But yeah, I um, very good points, Eric. Um, did you were you lost at any point because you saw Infinity War and Endgame, right? Correct. Uh, were you lost at any given point in time because you didn't see any other Marvel movies besides? Guardi- Guardians? Guardians 1 and 2, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, so were you, 
I would love to know if you were ever like, what is going on here at any point in those movies? Or were they kind of like... Because they kind of held your hand in him a little bit. Yeah, it, it holds your hand. The only thing that really lost me was uh, the uh, po- or the mid credit scene. For which one? For, for this for this movie. Oh, for this oh, movie. Yeah. Where, uh, okay. J- where Jameson comes on and does his little new Whoa. story. Yeah. <laughs> Lower in spoilers, but yeah. yeah Lower yeah. in spoilers, though. Yeah. But yeah, I... Yeah, uh, no, that, I think that just kinda, that's kind of just a thing that happens. Yeah, that wasn't much of anything. Like, that was just like... Everyone was waiting for Jameson to be in any of this, yeah. and so far he hasn't—he's been absent. Yeah, and then he—they brought back the only actor anybody wants. Yeah, well, and I was upset. I brought up to you on the Fourth of July. Yeah, fucking at bitter lunatic. Oh, son of a bitch! Just fucking blurted it out, goddamn on Twitter, and I saw it right before I went to go see the movie, and I was like, I did—I did stumble on something where they said, "I'm glad that." That uh, J.K. Simmons is back as J. Jonah Jameson. I'm like, what? <laughs> How? Yeah. Because there's like a scene where like they, uh, there's like a scene where they show like the inside of like the Daily Bugle. I'm like, is this where they're gonna show him? Mm-hmm. Like out of nowhere? Mm-hmm. And then they didn't show him. Like, when where the fuck is he gonna show up? Yeah. And then they did that mid credit scene where it's like he plays a fucking like Alex Jones. Yeah, Alex type. Jones as. I'm like, oh, fuck. That's per- <laughs> that's that's perfect. Cause it's like just like in the the Spider-Man game, he's kind of like that. Yeah, I heard that. I haven't played that yet, but I heard that's uh, I, how it was portrayed. Yeah, like he's just he has like a podcast where he just like is like Spider-Man works with the Illuminati or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> the only thing he was missing was that flat top. I was upset yeah, that he's they did balding have... now. Yeah. I love that though. Uh, I need that flat top. I love that's... that. But anyway, I'm glad I'm glad to see him back. Yeah, like there but... was. But it's perfect because like, I think if they do it like how they do in the Spider-Man game, it's amazing. Because like in the Spider-Man game, he talks about how like he used to run the Daily Bugle, but then they fired him because he had two right-leaning ideas. <laughs> so then they fired him, and then he got a podcast. <laughs> oh. Which I love the idea of that. I think it kind of it goes a little bit against type because I I I don't like the fact that it's Alex Jones esque and like. I don't want him to be like a Sandy Hook truther or whatever it is, like kind of like that, like that extreme kind of shit. The blip didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. Crisis actors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I do like, I do like the idea, and I'm so glad he's back. But oh my yeah. god, as soon as you heard his voice, you're just like, oh, I'm home. Just a, just a sweet release. <laughs> I'm home. <laughs> it was perfect. Um, but then, um. I want to touch on more on that mid credit sequence a little bit later because I want to talk a little bit more about All the right. movie. But um, with talk the sh- amongst yourselves, Eric. So I got to take a piss. So in the movie, while it's kind of winding down here, you get more of like Nick Fury stuff um, with Maria Hill, and they're kind of fighting against Mysterio. Once I kind of figure out like eh, maybe not everything is kosher with this fella, <laughs> and uh, I. I like when it all comes to a head in the big fight in the showdown between Spider-Man and Mysterio. And you still can feel like a a tad bit of unease because he's all he's already like been able to show that not everything can be real, you know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> and so even when he's fighting him, he like gets his Peter Tingle back. <laughs> you know what I mean? The Peter Tingle. <laughs> Fights him blindfolded. And I'm like, oh my god, what a perfect way to bring back the spider sense. Like, showing him how you pretty much use the force or whatever it is. And that's great. And then, to tie that in in that mid credit sequence where 
the uh, freaking Ralphie from the Christmas Story, the guy who box of scraps guy, that's like running the computer show. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, uh, when you see him take out that freaking thumb drive or whatever, it comes up back in the mid credit sequence where you see that like they still doctored stuff after the fight was over and they they execute the drones or whatever and they totally doctor the footage i'm like holy shit and mysterio had alluded to something was coming right before he died yeah so. and then it was and then it was weird that like spider-man had to say execute or whatever it is we're kind of tying in the end to like the mid-credit sequence where everything's coming to to a head and oh yeah because they even have that scene where like the one dude is like loading something after he finds out that mysterio's dead right they yeah takes out that thumb drive or whatever yeah. and you're like oh that's not good yeah. <laughs> probably um i also love the the whole ending like action scene where it's just like spider-man fighting all those drones mm -hmm. like it's so action-packed like especially for just being a thing where he's just fighting a bunch of like flying robots right like in most movies i'd be like oh this is kind of boring but it's like they play it in a way where like spider-man is being spider-man fighting them right in a way where he's like he's like weaving in and out of them and like Tying a bunch of them up in webs and shit, where yep. it was like, oh, it feel it felt so Spider Man. Yes, I loved it so much. <laughs> it's very Spider Man, <laughs> and I, I even like that little tease that you gave at the beginning of this, where he's like, I didn't really want something that was fighting mindless drones, and it's like, oh, very good, JT, because <laughs> <laughs> they were drones. They were like, legit drones, but they were, but it's done in a way where like he would just. He'd weave in and out of them. Like, they're all over the place. Like, it felt like he was, like, being, like, swarmed by them. Yeah. But, like, the action was played out in a way where, like, you can see what he was doing to weave in and out and actually, like, yeah. trap them in certain ways. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was really well done. That Until was, like, he my... uses Peter Tingle. Yeah, it's Peter Tingle. <laughs> Use the false Peter. The Peter Tingle. <laughs> uh, I... Uh, anyway, with that being said, like the with the mid credit sequence showing, like, oh, we got footage of Spider-Man like murdering Mysterio or whatever it is, blah 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 blah. Yeah. And they had that like doctored footage, and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. And like the whole time they just got done swinging through the city, and Mary Jane's like pissing herself because she doesn't like swinging anymore. <laughs> and he's just watching this on the screen. Yeah. And then at the and he's like, and this is who it really is, Peter Parker, and shows like his face, and he's yeah. just like. My life is fucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I did think it was weird when they were like, do you want to execute the action of not killing everybody? Yes, execute. Where I'm like, wait, that's a weird way of saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't really put it together, and then somebody else said it, and I'm like, yeah, that's kind of weird that they had to yeah. say it, but I'm like, of that's course weird, it ties yeah. it into like. It's weird end. to be like, say execute to not kill people. <laughs> okay, execute. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> And Eric, you were also bringing up the point. Are you the, getting that right now? Yeah, the bar scene when uh, Peter Parker gave complete control of the, of the glasses to Mysterio. Yeah. Right before Mysterio dies, he takes the glasses back. Yeah. How does he do that if he gave total control to Mysterio? Oh, shit. Yeah. That was one of those things where I was also saying, like, if you think about it too much, it kind of breaks the movie, so it just happens. Yeah. Well, I figured, like, he was also kind of the administrator yeah like he's in there too <laughs> yeah i would assume if like tony stark like gave like the glasses to him yeah. this is how i reasoned it in my head so, so it wouldn't break the movie for me it's yeah. like well he probably has like a master override or whatever to yeah. the glasses or whatever that makes sense but uh 
But yeah, that was one of the things like, yeah, he did give complete control to Quentin Beck. And then he just takes him and he's like, Edith, stop, execute, or whatever he says. And yeah. it's like, you yeah. got it, Peter. Kill everybody. Does that mean not kill everybody? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that it definitely, I from the mid credit sequence at the end of this movie, I really like where it, I've, I've read where it, it, it people think it's going to write it into a corner. And I don't think it will. Because I believe, like, if you want to do this for, a, like, a movie where people know Peter Parker's, like, identity now, that's fun for, like, one movie. It'll kind of get old, I think, for subsequent movies after. Yeah. But it does, like, give, like, a threat. Like, people now can find, like, where his Aunt May is and his yeah. classmates and all that kind of stuff. They, like, yeah. a real threat now yeah. to his personal life again. Yeah. But, Flash like... Flash Thompson will actually have to come to... Terms with the fact that Peter Parker and, and his favorite person in the world, Spider-Man, are the same person. I know uh, <laughs> that that uh, dickhead and all that kind of stuff is all his favorite hero. I, know, I just love it every time. Like, what, what are you talking about? Spider-Man is the best person in the world. What's up, dickhead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you got another one of those, Aaron? Oh my goodness! There's such a just a page. Man. Um, living a hell of a natter day right now. <laughs> um. Where was I going with this? Um, come on, help me out here, boys. Uh, oh, mid credit sequence. Everyone, everyone yeah, yeah. Everyone knows. Um, but I, with the way this ended, the point that, like, uh, if it ever got out that, like, Quentin Beck was, like, a master of illusion and all this kind of, like, fake news shit, yeah. and even the point where the post-credit sequence ends, yeah. this could be finished in two minutes in the intro of the next movie. Oh, it's yeah. like, oh, and the point that, like, uh, J. Jonah Jameson is kind of a conspiracy theorist. Yep. Like, all of that can be, like, retconned in the beginning of the next movie anyway. Yeah. If they Maybe. wanted to. If they wanted to. But I, I like the idea of, like, now Spider-Man has to, like, almost kind of live in this, like, he has to grow up even faster. Mm-hmm. Like, he was given the opportunity to be a, a, a teenager, and now that's completely taken from him now. Yeah. And that's why I would like this for, like, one movie where he's, yeah. like, he's out and about. Because, like, he lives in a world where, like, Doctor Strange could probably just be, like, wipe everyone's memory. <laughs> like, they yeah. live in that kind of universe. Yeah. So, like, I would like to live in it for, like, one episode, or, like, one movie or whatever. Yeah. But then I'd like to have it go back to, like, he has a secret identity. Because yeah. he's about the only one that has one. Yeah. Everyone's out in public with their own shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it'd be nice to have, like, somebody that, like, has to live in fear of, like, people finding out and who he is and all that kind of stuff. I like that. Yeah, if they don't have many more Spider-Man movies lined up, I would would love for them to do a Sinister Six. Yeah. Just to, like, because I I just love so many of Spider-Man's villains. I just Mm want to get as many of them as possible. (laughs) Yeah. Even, like, I I would also love, like, to have, because they've already introduced... They've introduced Scorpion already. Yep. Scorpion. The Vulture is in prison. Vulture's in prison. So he can easily yeah. escape. Quentin Beck is dead, I guess, supposedly. Yeah. They can always bring people back. Oh, yeah. But then, like, I would love to see, like, a Craven yeah. in here somewhere. If there's not a Craven in one of these movies, I'm going to riot. I guess, uh, actually, I heard that Sony has is doing a Craven movie. Mm. So they've, they've... I don't care. Just yeah. put a Spider-Man movie with Craven in it. Yeah. But I would love, uh, even if he doesn't become, like, the Green Goblin, I would love to have, like, a Norman Osborn. Yeah. Just, like, some kind of, like, ringleader for all these things to kind of, like, kind of circle around. Like, yep. 
Because we brought up when we did the Homecoming review, I'd love if they turned like the old Avengers Tower into Oscorp. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's going to end up being the Baxter Building, though, yeah. for the Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, I can see that now. Now, now they have Fox's <laughs> shit. But I would all I if it, it's either one, I I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see Oscorp in that just as much as the Baxter Building. Yeah. Um. But have like Norman Osborn kind of be like the, uh, the uh, um, like the ringleader. Yeah, like he's just kind of like, he seems like the great guy like that's opposing Spider Man, and he's like finding he's getting these people together to kind of keep them at bay. But they're actually like the Sinister Six. Yeah, I'd love to see another Doctor Octopus. Jeez, bugs just dropping from the ceiling here. Lightning bug just like (laughs) drop it in front of us. Get out of here, bud. <laughs> um, even like, who else is there? Is that six so far? There's probably six. Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, yeah, a Sinister Six movie would be great. But even if it's a Doc Ock, like a Doc mm-hmm. Ock would be so good. Like I would love like if they use like the Doc Ock from like the game. Like you never played the game, but it's right. like the Doctor, like the Doc Ock in the game is like a guy that's like slowly dying of like this thing that's paralyzing him from like the neck down uh-huh. so that's why he develops the arms because oh he, cool because he can't use his arms and legs so he uses like the octopus arms as like his initial things that he can't oh right on with. that's a good ass idea yeah man i need to play that game <laughs> <laughs> like he's slowly losing like the mus like the muscles in his arms and legs so then he develops the arms and then it just drives him insane perfect i love it <laughs> um so, is there anything else you want to say about the movie? Because I kind of want to jump to the post credit sequence now. Yeah, let's do it. So, the post credit sequence totally blows everything out of the water. Yeah, which I love because, like, throughout, like, I was kind of being like, I don't think Nick Fury's acting like how Nick Fury would act in this situation. Yeah, I, it seemed to me like he was playing it really cool. And like, kind not of really, like, yeah, like, like nonchalant. Like he wasn't as like hard pressed as like he usually yeah. is. Like I don't think like, he was playing it cool, but like cool in a way where it's like you don't really understand what's going on, do you? Yeah. <laughs> but even then, I was like, eh, well, it's Sony. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> kind of, that was in the back of my mind. So, but then, yeah, it turns out that. Nick Fury was Telos the whole time, the yeah. scroll from Captain Marvel. Yeah, which was awesome. Yeah, and his wife was playing Maria Hill, yeah. which like totally begs the question: if Captain Marvel took place in the '90s, then Nick Fury was also in that movie with Telos. Yeah, how many times if he's if Nick Fury's even been there at all? Yeah, <laughs> like in any on of that those ship things with with the other scrolls, where it's like. How long has he been on that ship? Yeah. And is there ever actually been a Maria Hill? Or has it always <laughs> been Telos's wife? Like, ton of that. Like, they can retcon anything now if they wanted to. Exactly. Yeah. They can do any. And I love that. That it yeah. kind of sets up also what can come later on in like a phase four of all this kind of stuff. Yeah. I think they they definitely set up a lot of things that they can draw from this last phase of Marvel, but also still keep it fresh enough where it's like, oh, this is a completely different story. Right. I was, um, when I was talking with Dave, I would love that the next, 
Because I heard, like, the Marvel, they're not going to do, like, another huge Infinity Saga like no. they did before. They want to yeah. do, like, maybe one or two year arcs. Yeah. And I would love for them to, like, kind of play it small where it's kind of like a secret invasion where you don't know who's been impersonating who for a little bit. Yeah, like if there's just some evil scrolls. Yeah, like a, an evil faction or something like yeah. that. And they're impersonating things here and there and you don't know where they're from. And it's just, like, this small kind of, like personal story right after like a huge galactic thing yeah to like bring it into home and then like later after that like a couple of years down the road build up to like a galactus story or something like that a oh, big totally, another yeah. galactic adventure mm -hmm. and i would that'd be super fun yeah like i who you can trust who you can't trust who's a scroll who's not a scroll That'd be amazing. And you can, like, retcon anything you want. You can go back to previous movies and be like, no, Nick Fury was a scroll here because over yeah. here he was doing something else. And you can have, like, an adventure on the side happening that, like, nobody was a part of over here because he was mm -hmm. a scroll. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine, <laughs> boys? The possibilities are endless. Oh, my God. I'm just spent. Eric, are you excited? <laughs> I'm worried about Troy over here. <laughs> You can only get so hard, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was... Uh, and the fact that they got Bendy Mendy back to put oh, back God in the makeup. It. I was like, you kidding I'll me? I'll always take Bendy Mendy back. <laughs> it, was a per it was the best post credit scene I think you could ever do. Yeah. It's actually one that I liked. Yeah. It wasn't like a shawarma <laughs> scene. God. <laughs> Luckily, I was I was able to stick around because Molly didn't come with me to watch Spider Man. Otherwise, I wouldn't have, I would have missed it because she always guilt trips me. After the mid credits, she's just like, "Are we gonna stick around for the post?" Like, fine. See, they should switch them because it's been like the mid credits ones, like the important one, and the last one's like a joke. Yeah, should make the middle one like a joke, and then the post one like something like to look forward to for the next movie. Yeah. If you but want I, people to I stick don't mind around. not having to stick around the whole fucking time. Yeah, I get that too. Because <laughs> by that time, I'm like shaking in my seat because I got to piss so bad. <laughs> uh, ah! Bug in my hair. Get out of here. No screens. That's what I tell you. Fucking windows. Right, we're in a goddamn bug zoo right now. <laughs> um, so, anything else you got to say about uh, Spider Man? Far from no, home. No. Just not, not Nothing outside of my uh, final grade. Yeah, I got nothing but, even my little criticisms with this movie, like, are minuscule. Like, yeah. I thought this was a very well done movie. Yeah. Like, they thought of a lot. Yeah. And incorporated a lot in it. Yeah. Like, and for being a movie inside the Marvel Universe, I just love the fact that it's so human-based. And, like, because it's, like... If it's alien or if it's, like, something that's, like, some kind of superpower being, like, you can make up whatever shit you want. Yeah. But it's, like, yeah. the fact that they're human, like, you you have these limitations where you actually have to be creative, yep. which I appreciate a lot more. Yeah. So whenever it's, like, Spider-Man or Ant-Man or someone that where it's, like, the, the threat can't be that high. Right. You can actually see their creativity come out where it's, like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Um, so what would you grade the movie? Uh, like... Well, I think I think I've said it before. I think tweeted it like a while ago. Like I think Spider Man's like my favorite character in the MCU right now, just based on this fact. Right. So, and this one was probably I like maybe just as much, if not maybe a little less than Homecoming. So I'm gonna uh -huh. give like an A minus. I liked it quite right. a bit. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. I'm gonna go and say uh, it's a. S I almost want to give it. <laughs> 
yeah, I'm gonna give it C minus, <laughs> below average. No, I um, I I want to grade it on just the movie alone because the post credit sequences are very interesting. But I don't want to gauge just the post credit sequences to like aid in my grade yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a solid A. Oh shit. Um, but like with those post credit sequences are A pluses. All I right. tell you what, because they like really change everything that you already thought you yeah. already had well established in your brain. Yeah. They they built you up for the, what's coming next, which for I think sure. was a really good really good idea. For sure. And we have a whole year to look forward to. Right. Oh my goodness, Eric. With my limited Marvel movie experience, <laughs> as you guys are aware of. Yes. Yes. Um, I was I was enthralled by the movie. I loved it, and with the mid credit scene where they uh, try to expose Spider-Man as a... Right. The thought of him trying to vindicate himself kind of has me all in to see where they go next. Yeah, I'd give it a solid A. Hey, look there at that. Go. Look out. High scores all around. Look out, man. My God. So, there you go. Sony, don't take it away. That's right. Well... You're doing good right now. That's right. Don't fuck it up. Don't F it up. Just do whatever you want with your Venom movies or some yeah. shit. I don't do care. Your bullshit Craven movies, whatever. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Leave uh, Spider-Man alone. That's right. Um, well, besides Spider-Man, is there anything else you've been into, fellas? Uh, Eric, what have you been into? Well, I've been on vacation for the 4th of July holiday, which is still going on. <laughs> and I was hoping to binge watch like The Handmaid's Tale and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, my spouse has had other ideas. <laughs> so those have gone out the window. <laughs> so prior up to that, I have been doing a lot of binge watching of, and you guys will probably clown on me for this, but I don't care, uh, ER Ooh. on Hulu and The West Wing on uh, Netflix. I've been hearing West Wing's good. I, I used to watch it when, it when it originally ran. I still love the series. Yeah. Worth a look. It's worth a look. Okay, because I've I've been watching like those decade shows. They brought them up on here quite a bit, and like they really put over the West Wing as like being one of those where it's like they make politics seem like this could work. <laughs> There's like a bug that flew into your beard, and I can't not look at it. That's oh yeah, there it is. It may get lost. Oh, oh it took go. off. It's gone. Oh, sorry. Let that's, it live that's there. That's fun. Have babies. <laughs> Have a spouse, build a house, right. all in my beard. <laughs> Generations of bugs yep. living in that living in nest. my beard. Yep. <laughs> Just wait till it gets bigger. Then I have a metropolis. In there. <laughs> I um I've always heard positive things about the West Wing too, and it's a show that I never would uh, uh, ever want to watch. But like everyone says, it's great, and I'm like. Maybe I should check it out. <laughs> you know what? With, with the general premise being a, like politics, it's not as dry as you might think it is. It really mm. is worth a look. All right, maybe I'll give what? it a college try. Maybe after I'm done with Family Matters, I'll move on to West. It's <laughs> <laughs> something completely different. Uh, anything else? That'd be it. That'd be All it. Right. Well, uh, I saw the movie Midsummer. Oh yeah, and I fucking loved it. Of course, I fucking thought God you would. God damn it! I liked it so goddamn much. Like, uh, I don't know. I'll probably, we might do this for one of those, what we missed throughout okay. the year at the end though. But it's like, I will give you props, Troy, that like watching movies like this, like now that I've like seen like movies like Annihilation and like Nocturnal Animals and now this, like I can see where you're coming from about Mother because Mother is very heavy, heavy, heavy handed compared to like movies like this. Yeah. Where, like, 
like I, I like I love watching movies like this and like going through and like seeing what people think because it's always so different. But then with Mother, it's always this, every time I like watch movie like things where they're like talking about it, it's always the same thing where I'm like, yeah, they do kind of just like really hit it over the head where it's like Bible, <laughs> yeah, environment. Where yeah. I'm like, yeah, I guess you really can't really form your own opinion when they're just real. They're being that heavy handed about it. Yeah. But think, but. Midsummer is not like that at all. Like I think they okay. they put it in a way where it's like you can draw your own interpretations about it, and I okay. I liked it quite a bit. Okay, uh, well, um, if it is it kind of similar in tone to Hereditary, I liked it way more than Hereditary. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I think it it's I feel it plays like plays out more like an allegory than Hereditary did. Okay. In hindsight, I liked Hereditary. Quite a bit. On first watch, I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. But, like, I ended up, I would say, liking it. I think Midsummer will kind of be like that for you, too. But, like, I don't know. Like, I I just liked it a shit ton. Like, okay. I think, like, uh, like, keep in mind, like, I think like, I read somewhere where, like, I guess, like, the guy, like, Ari Aster, like, the writer-director, like, he, he wrote it, like... Not long after he had, like, a really bad breakup. And you can totally see, like, the signs that okay. he went through some shit when he wrote this. Okay. Good deal. So, and, and it, it's oh, it's so fucking good. All right. So, yeah. We'll probably talk about it later when we do our, uh, what we missed throughout the year. Because I'm, I'm, if nothing else pops up that's as good as this, I'm definitely bringing it up. Because I fucking love this movie. Right on. I'd be into seeing that then. So, yeah. So, check out Midsummer. Um, anything else? That's that's all I've been into. Um, I actually went back. There's a series um, written right now by Chip Zdarsky. I'm on the Spider-Man train still. Yeah. Called Spider-Man Life Story. Yeah. And it takes Spider-Man's life if it actually happened. Like, if he became Spider-Man at, like, 16 in 1962 and oh, ages him in real time. And every single book is a different decade of his life. Damn. And they kind of play with, like, stories that happened in continuity, but they'll place them at a different point in his life. So the last one I just read, that's the latest one out, is in the 2000s. Yeah. And he's in his 40s. Yeah. And so it's actually really cool to see, like, that he's aging. And it's in... a time where they've already done like stuff where he's like he had a clone, but the clone comes back. Jesus, and it's like really, it's a really well done series. And the next one I think is in maybe the next one's in two thousands. I can't remember, but anyway, regardless, if it's really well done, I can't wait to see until it gets to like the twenty tens when he's like sixty years old, God. where he's gonna be at when he's Spider Man still. I think it's it's really well done, and That's it's only cool. gonna be six issues too. That's cool. Yeah, so if you're interested in it at all, like, the trade should be out later this year. So I would pick up Spider-Man Life Story. It's really fun. What if he dies? He probably will. Probably that radioactive spider bite finally gives him cancer or whatever. (laughs) Just like... (laughs) This animanium rust inside him, like, (laughs) Logan. (laughs) But that's all I've been really into this last week as well. All right. Yeah, so... JT, if people want to talk to you about things that they are looking forward to later in the year, such as, like, 
revisiting movies that they missed, like Hereditary. It's a long-winded uh, thing. I'm just gonna just where can people you had talk no to? idea. No, I no, I had nothing. <laughs> I was just going to see if it finished somewhere and it didn't. So where can people talk to you on the internet? They can find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for everyone on Instagram, and Bucky for everyone on Snapchat. Eric. You can find me on Twitter at El Generico. <laughs> oh, there you go. Very good stuff. During Cub season, you're pretty hot on that Twitter. Not gonna lie, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know you guys aren't sports fans, but yeah, I I, I love That's Cubs right. baseball. Well, I'm not knock it. How, yeah. how they do? How they doing this year? They're uh, leading their division after the first half. They're at the All Star break now, so. Uh, it's an impending dumpster fire, I'm sure, right. but, you know, <laughs> stay tuned. I love Very how good. optimistic you are. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find both me and JT at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. All of our episodes are uploaded onto ReviewReviewPod.Podbean.com. If you don't want to listen to us there, hey, no sweat off our backs. Because we're on a multitude of other platforms such as Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. We run the gamut. Exactly. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, why don't you do us a favor, rate and review us there, because if you do listen to us there and like the show, that helps other people find the show. And if you want to write into the show, you're more than welcome to do so at ReviewReviewPod at pod, no, at gmail.com. Yep. Be sure to get on our Twitter and vote for the finals of Review Review Turnaround Movie 6 mm-hmm. with uh, King Kong versus Misery. Very good. Very good. We've got the a lot finals. of stuff out there. The movie that wins this is going to be reviewed by us at a later date. That's right. So get your votes. Get your goddamn fucking votes in. <laughs> Vote or die. Vote or die, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> uh, so that's going to be the show. JT, what do we got coming up this Monday? Well, it's been out for a week already, but I think that'll give us plenty of time to get it all watched. I'm thinking we're going to do Stranger Things 3. For Monday? <laughs> for not Monday. I said Monday. Oh, Monday? Or we're doing... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck. You don't listen. I just don't listen. Yeah, for Monday, we're re- continuing our Fast and Furious summer <laughs> with Fast and Furious. Oh, my God. <laughs> Come on, Eric's Eric. favorite thing. Yeah, you can stick around and listen to us talk about Fast and Furious. <laughs> I shall hang around. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Yeah. I think you'll like this one because... Spoiler alert, I didn't like it, so uh, you'll at least like my opinion on it. I'm looking forward to this one. Great, it'll be a good time. Uh, and then what's coming up later in and the then, week? And uh, then for Thursday, since I already said it, uh, <laughs> since it's been out since July 4th, we're going to talk about it, Stranger Things 3. Yes. It's have out you, there. Have you dipped into it yet? I'm about halfway through it right now. I haven't started it at all, but is that well, surprising it's only to you? Eight, only eight apps, though. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, my God! So, it's a blessing to me! <laughs> it's only eight apps, and it's 40 minutes long for each app. Oh, my God! You can knock that out on a Saturday morning. As you wake your kid up. <laughs> you made me so happy. I do so much cramming. Yeah. That I'm so glad to hear when something is less cramming. Yeah. Oh my so there God. you go. Only eight apps, 40 minutes for each app. I so love we, it. We should be able to do it this coming Thursday. I'll get it done. Don't you worry about it. Okay. Don't you worry. You're so pretty you Stranger face. Things 3. Tune in. Check it out. Very good. Well, that'll be the show. 
Yeah, sure. The Eric, thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Boys, thanks for having me. I'd like to do this again if you'd let me. Yeah, All right. We will, Maybe we'll do we? something that you actually are more <laughs> passionate about. <laughs> I got a few ideas that. then. All, All right. right. We'll jot them down after the show. Basketball. We'll do it next time. <laughs> that would be one of them. Uh, yes. Oh, I can't wait to do basketball then. <laughs> that are wild hogs. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Let's end the show. End the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to be it. So for, I've been always short of the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And we are off. <laughs>